And welcome in to the Wiley and Mac show, live from the Powerline Lounge, part of the Brown Station Sports Nation. Yes, sir. What's up, Wiley? How we doing today, uh, I'm very excited, my man. Very, very excited. We had a great show. First week of our power rankings this year. Correct, sir. Really excited about that. Uh, we got we got a lot of good things coming. Uh, before we start, I just want to give a shout out because we might be listening to this in the Infinity Pool in Orlando when we're hearing this to my nice. Unex crew out there. Uh, you know, hopefully we are listening to it, and hopefully we are in that in, giant Infinity Pool. Uh, we all go down to Orlando once a year and basically uh, stay in our own version of a middle-aged man uh, fraternity house. So, shout out to the Sounds Unix crew. Sounds a little bit like the beginning of the movie The Hangover. Shout out to the Unix crew. We do do a lot of work down there. But uh, we do. anyway, we're going to recap week three. We're going to go over what's coming to you in week four and make our predictions. Uh, we got our uh, power rankings or power line road rankings, uh, if you nice, will. Nice. Play on words. Um, we also got we're, we're going to rank our top receivers. We did the top quarterbacks last week. Going to do the top receivers this week. Um, and we know what we're talking about, so y'all shouldn't listen. Yeah. So and then uh, we'll we'll get into a little bit of college football and what happened and, and what's what's coming in this week too as well. And and you know what? Who knows where it'll take us? We can go a lot of different places today. Looking forward to it, sir. And uh, first, I'd just like to commend you on your performance this weekend, Daniel Jones. Um, way to step in. And well, just... you know, I feel like I'm just a small part of the, you know, the team. I've got to go in there and do my job, you know, and I felt like I did it fairly well. Also, uh, I, I got to say this. So we have a new Twitter handle. Um, so new to oh, this, yes. new oh, to yeah. this social media game, but it's at Wiley and Mac Show uh, on 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 the Twitter machine, on the tweet machine. Um, don't judge us because I don't know what the hell we're doing, but uh, we're trying. Um, but I bring that up because, <laughs> you know, on Twitter I mentioned that uh, I didn't know if the show would continue since you're now quarterback in the Giants, and my wife said we get sued for insinuating that uh, you're not the real Daniel Jones. But I said – Hey, I was here first. He was here first, and he's – this is the real Daniel Jones right here. Right on. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I thought we were just going to do an hour on the Giants game. Honestly, I don't, what else is there? Stevie from Long Island. Yeah, that Daniel Jones, he's all right. But Have uh, you seen, speaking of Twitter, I uh, saw on Twitter after the game, he's already got a moniker, man. I mean, it's New York. Is it Danny Dimes? Danny Dimes. Actually, Are you I, kidding me? I don't. I don't know if Bill Simmons came up with that, but he said that a couple weeks ago. So okay, well, he might have came. And now, it's stuck as of today, as as of his podcast today, um, as of his podcast today, he just switched it to dimes. So oh, one. So he's he's kind of like so. Basically, what you're saying is Daniel Jones is kind of like one of those guys. You say one name, and everybody knows what you're talking he's, about. He, Michael Magic, Elvis, you know. Dimes. At this point, he's basically a mythical figure. But um, let's recap week three. The Thursday night game was the Gardner. Hey, Gardner Minshew. The Gardner. I got some basil leaves for you. Hey. I got to watch a lot of this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know, it's the only game on on Thursday. And I get paid to watch football for a living. So, anyway, we, that's a different topic for a different day. Um, You know uh, – I was really impressed with the Gardner, man. First quarter, I don't know if if, if everyone didn't see the game. Uh, first well, it was, quarter. It was 20 to 7. The Jags yeah. beat the Titans in Jacksonville. Two quick touchdown passes in the first quarter looked really sharp. 
And then the uh, like biblical monsoon set in. So the second and third quarter, basically, I don't want to say it was a wash, no play on words, but it was kind of a wash because it was just unbelievably bad. Uh, there was a sm- short delay, and then the fourth quarter it quit raining, but I mean, the field was trash, so but he looked good. Well, and full disclosure, I picked the Titans because I thought they'd bounce back after getting uh, getting it to them from the Colts uh, in week two. But uh, they just couldn't do it because the Gardner came out and threw those early the two Gardner. touchdown passes. And the Titans just can't generate any offense. No, they, I mean, their offense was trash. I, after seeing that suit last week, I had to pick, I had to pick the Gardner. Um, but I, honestly, Jacksonville looked like the better team. Well, what's funny is the Gardner only threw for 204. Uh, I'm almost thinking instead of calling him the Gardner, should he be like a proper English gentleman, Mr. Minshew now, you know, Mr. Minshew. Well, I'm leaning towards when I see him coming off an airplane. I mean, there's Chest Rockwell. He's basically Brock Landers. He's basically Boogie Nights at this point. Yeah. But he I mean he in reality he was he was efficient. He was 20 for 30 for 204 yards and two TDs. But, you know, that's not exactly lighting the world on fire. No, but like I said, the second and third quarter, it, a lot of handoffs, a screen pass here or there. It, it was, and not sure what's going on in the background there. But uh, but Mariota threw for 304, but he was only 23 for 40 with no touchdowns. They only ran for 91 yards and 26 carries. So the Titans just can't get any offense yeah, going. It was that's, a struggle. That's about all you can say about that one. But. Uh, next up was the one near and dear to our hearts. The uh, the Colts held on against the Falcons, 27-24. In Indy, needed that win. Adam was back in action, hitting some, some field goals and extra points. Yes, sir. Uh, Jacoby. Go back to last week's podcast. I had a feeling, Mac. This was the game. We would see, you know, Jacoby hasn't thrown it downfield much. Got in a couple kind of slugfests there. Uh Colts ran the ball extremely well in their first game. Um, threw for what? 303? 300 plus yards, a couple threw, touchdowns. Threw for 310, but he was and he was 28 to 37, two touchdowns. I mean, that's good stuff right there. Which shows you he can do it in a couple different ways because he Absolutely. threw for less than 200 yards the first couple games. What is he? Seven, eight touchdowns, one pick, and then he threw for for two TDs in this game and 310 yards. Um, you know, they didn't run the ball that great. It was only 24 times for 79 yards. But that's just it. The The game flow dictated they throw. Absolutely. That's what the defense was giving them. Exactly now. what I thought we would see. And so um, – And Atlanta's no joke. I still say Atlanta's no joke. Matt Ryan was 29 for 34. I mean, that's – you know, no, no, no one's going to talk about that this week because they lost again. But, that, I mean, that's getting it done, man. Well, they did. And, really, the Colts controlled about – three and a half quarters or at least three quarters of that game. So give Matt Ryan and the Falcons credit. They they were storming back. I was nervous, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. My daughter was playing in Indy, so I couldn't watch it, but I was listening to I'll it. I'll tell you what you were like. The Colts, I mean, when they needed a big first down, they got it. Um, and basically were able to just, just kind of thwart any momentum. I mean, the, the Falcons kept coming and coming, but every time they came, you thought it was going to swing their way. The Colts made the play that they needed to make, offensively or defensively. Well, we're two and one; should be three and zero. Oh. Uh, I agree. You know, so the next game on the bill, pun intended. The, the Bills beat the Bengals of Cincinnati, twenty-one Bills. to seventeen. Hard nosed Buffalo. Bills. Guess what? The Bills are three and zero. Oh. 
Season high in points scored. I how, believe, how you like that, Easy Ed? Special Ed from Buffalo. Uh, he loves it, I'm sure. You have a friend named Special Ed from yeah. Buffalo. Well, they won 21-17, which, I mean, it's the Bengals, so, you know, it's not like – but uh, you still won. You got it done. Uh, Josh Allen kind of did his Josh Allen thing where he throws for a touchdown but also throws for a pick. and uh, But, you know, he also carried for 46 yards too and – Frank Gore uh, ran the ball. Another okay, touchdown. You know, got a TD. Yeah, so. uh, I don't know, their defense hasn't given up 20-plus yet, have they? Their defense is good. 3-0 yeah, and and with the Patriots coming into town next week. I mean, I'm, I'm looking I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And and I, I called the, the Bills to cover. It was actually one of my maybe stayaways. Um, and they didn't because the spread was six. But, uh, you know, hey, I did tell you the See, Colts. So the, the Bengals just screw things up. They, In more ways than they one. They typically man. do. They typically they stink. do. Dink. Uh, next up, well, okay. So the Cowboys were at home against Miami. It's thirty-one to six. I'm not even going to say the winner because if you don't know it, you're not paying attention. But uh, they did. They covered that twenty-one and a half point spread. The Cowboys did. Absolutely. And um, uh, you know, I was all over them last week. I thought they might, uh, and they did. Give the only bit of respect I'll give to the Dolphins is, you know, Josh Rosen. You know, he he did okay. He wasn't horrible. Yeah, he I feel wasn't. bad for that kid because I think he's got an I mean, NFL. He's got an NFL talent. Yeah, it didn't look like a complete lost cause like the first couple of weeks. You know, I mean, at least he was out there trying to get it done. They're just they're just not any good, man. Um, feel bad for the kid because I I agree with you. I think he's got starting QB talent. It's hard being in those kind of situations. Now, though. Dak cooled off a little bit. He was 19-32 and 32 for 246, two TDs and a touchdown. You were almost right on because you said, I feel like this is going to be an Ezekiel Elliott game where he runs for 150 yards, which is why you were worried they wouldn't cover the spread. He did run for 125 on 19 carries, okay. but Pollard threw in another 103 yards, so they wow. were running all over. Season high in carries, though. That's where they need to be, getting him the ball more. 235 yards between them. So. I think we're all impressed with Dallas so far. I mean, you know, they've done what they need to do, the 3-0, and but – it's time, it's time to play somebody good. Well, and yes, that that's definitely going to come into play when we talk about our power rankings here. Um, next up, the Packers. There's another team that just keeps on winning. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not entirely what you think it would be. And you don't want to be very impressed with them, but they're, I mean, they're 3-0. and They've beat two of the better defenses in, in the league. Well, the, it's 27-16 over the Broncos um, at home in Lambeau. Joe Flacco. And, Ugh. you know, yeah, Joe Flacco. But, uh, so, Green Bay's offense doesn't look like we think they're going to look like, but I think give them time. I, I was seeing, sure. seeing some heat on Twitter about uh, – you know they're they're not getting it done offensively, but it's a new coach, yeah, Rod- new coach, new system. Calm you know, down. Rodgers didn't really play in the preseason, so I think it's one of those things. You kind of, if you said, well, they're not going to play that well these first three games, you'd say, well, they w- were going to lose at least one. They didn't. No, they're three and zero, and their offense still isn't playing great. And another thing, Packers fans, if uh, if you don't want to calm down, hey, you want to be going through this new coach, new system with Josh Rosen or Aaron Rodgers. Nothing against Rosen, but I mean, I think we all understand what I mean there. So they're they're fine, and I mean, they covered fine. the spread. It was sure. eight. I stayed away from it, but it was eight, and they did it, and good for them. So um, Broncos, though, the weird part is, we think of them having this great D with 
you know, with, with Chubb and, and uh, Von Miller on the edge and Vic Fangio, that, you know, he was hired. He's a defensive mind. He was leading Chicago's defense. One of defense. the all-time greats, yeah. But they have zero sacks and zero takeaways in three games. So, kind of a crazy Just stat. Just not looking good really at all. In no, Denver. and I'm, you know, did Flacco play well? I don't really know. I don't care because all they do is lose. Uh, he was 20 for 29, 213, no TDs, one pick. Pretty Flacco-like stat. Yeah, what's a Joe Flacco game? Yeah, doesn't doesn't really throw it downfield. So, the next one was probably the game of the week. Um, Ravens went to Kansas City. Uh, uh, yes, sir. You know the Mahomes and crew won 33 to 28 over Lamar. Um, I got mixed feelings on this game because the you know a lot of people this week I'm listening to are saying. The Ravens really showed it against an explosive team. They were right there with them on the road. And da, da, da. That's somewhat true. Uh, it, it, it is somewhat true. Uh, but as a guy who had bet on the Chiefs because it was six and a half, the Chiefs were covering the whole game until right. like two minutes to go in the game. Mm-hmm. So it, you can't sit there and say, well, you know, they were right there. And da, da, da. Yeah, they had a chance at the end. They came back. But the Chiefs were ahead pretty much over a touchdown most of that game. Um, I don't really think this uh, the outcome of this game changed the way I feel about either of these two teams. Um, I think Kansas City and New England are head and shoulders above everybody in the AFC, uh, and it ain't even close. Um, but then I, and I still think Baltimore's good. I mean, I'd, I'd be shocked if they didn't win their division. I'll be honest with you. Even after three weeks, see well, what's going on in that division. And, and Lamar definitely cooled off a little bit against what I think is not a very good Chiefs defense, especially their secondary, but he was 22 of 43 for 267, uh, no TDs, no picks, did run for 46 yards and a touchdown, but yeah, not that great. Now, they, they are doing a good job running the ball. Mark Ingram has, has really helped them I out. He had a hell of a game. He ran for three TDs and 103 yards. Um, I like that guy. I think the Saints really have been affected losing him, and I think the Ravens I would have been positively affected uh, getting him. But I would agree. Mahomes just did what Mahomes does, throws for 374 and three TDs. Um, I mean, think about this. It's just we're sitting here just doing our podcast. Oh, yeah, and by the way, what, oh, Holmes 374, three TDs. I mean, it, we're getting used to this, you know. I mean, it, Not to mention you look down and, he, you know, he threw the ball to two, four, six, seven, eight dudes cut a pass. So, and, you know, moving you forward, know, I mean, I, and a lot of these guys are before the season. You would have never heard, right? Of. And what free agent wide receiver wouldn't want to sign with them? Because I mean, this guy spreads it around. He he throws it to everybody. And it, you know, we all kind of thought Lashawn McCoy was dead, but being back in Andy Reid's offense with Mahomes taking the heat off, you know, he ran for fifty-four yards and a touchdown, and and caught uh, three for twenty-six and another touchdown. Oh, man, so look he, out if he finds that, that fire. Well, you know, again. obviously he's aged, but uh, he's still got something left in the tank in that offense. Um, the next one, the Vikings went to two and one, beat the Raiders. Um, I don't think that was a big shock. It was in Minneapolis, and it was uh, 34-14. to 14, And, um, you know, Derek Carr was pedestrian, 242, two TDs and a pick. They can't run the ball very well against, you know, but that's a stud Vikings D yeah, to their credit. Yeah, I really like Minnesota's defense. Uh, Cousins, once again, you know, 15-21, to 21, which is efficient. But, you know, still, 
I'm looking at high school box scores every Saturday morning. Right, seeing yeah. dudes throwing the ball that often. Now, when you got Dalvin Cook running for 100 yards a game and then that Madison kicked in 58, they ran for 211 as a, as a well, team. I mean, so, I guess you don't you like have to, to see throw that, that much. Yeah. You know, I guess when you throw for 174, you can win by that much, but – Good man, you're, I mean, you're killing Adam Thielen and, and Stephon Diggs. Over, I mean, you know, I think what we're seeing here is the identity of that team completely changing. Well, they're definitely going old school. I mean, which I I think they have to. Well, I mean, maybe that's true. I think maybe Zimmer and staff have said, you know, Kirk Cousins is not going to go out and throw for three bills a game. Right. They're always going to give him their vote of confidence to the media and whatnot. But you know, in their coaches' meetings, like man. We've got to run the ball and, and shorten shorten the field. This guy stinks. Well, I'm sure they're not saying he stinks, but, I mean. He's good enough when you have a good running game and a nasty defense. They're going to win a lot of games. This sure, year, they so. should, as they should. Uh, the next game up, the Pats effed me over by only winning 30-14 to 14 over the Jets. <laughs> um, you know, basically they were covering. It. The spread was uh, – Let's see. What a was lot. Spread? It was 23, 23, 23 yep. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was going to – I did take the Pats, and they were in a teaser, and they were in a parlay of mine because I thought, man, they really stepped on the Dolphins' neck, and they're going to do the same to the Jets and Luke Falk. But, well, I uh, there was a lot of action on that game. And you, if you looked at Luke Falk's stats and said he threw for 98 yards, um, you 98 probably would have guessed they would have lost by at least 23. But – uh, the Pats took their foot off the gas because Belichick, he's just that son of a... Moving on to... I'm sorry about all those people to, that uh, are worried about these uh, point spreads and all on. these things I really don't moving, care about. Moving we on to Buffalo. Moving go out and play the Bills. game. But, um, so they put in Stidham, at, you know, and Stidham throws a pick. Actually, their defense still is studly. Their defense yeah. didn't give up one. They're, uh, Stidham threw a pick six, and oh uh, and then there was like a punt block or a punt return or something like that. So their defense still didn't give up a touchdown. But but you didn't cover, you jerks. So, <laughs> you know, like if I needed any fewer reasons to hate the freaking Pats, I mean, you know. But uh, so that was that, and that one's in the books. But uh, next up was the Lions defeated the Eagles. Ooh. And I got to say um, – I was on the Eagles, um, not heavy, but but I was on them. Um, let's see. I think the spread. I think was... a precursor to this game, right? Was... Oh no 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 no, that's not true. I was on the Lions. I'm, I was forgot. Because uh, Philadelphia is just decimated with injuries. Aren't yes they? yes, because they were decimated with injuries. I took the Lions plus six and a half, and uh, well, they wound up at not only covering but winning on the and road. Here the Lions sit at two zero and. Two zero and one, and Stafford only had to throw for two hundred and one yards too. It wasn't like it was just throwing it around the yard there. That was a lot of defense. Um, you know, Wentz did okay. Uh, just you know, it was it was a it was a good game, but uh, not not a ton of offense for fifty one combined points. But well, uh, Philadelphia though, I mean, it's it's just a it's a damn shame. You just want to see them healthy. So they're so good when they're healthy. They're just not healthy. Yeah, they're not healthy. It's odd because you you know they're one and two. And you definitely wouldn't have thought they'd have been no. there right now, you know. So with who they were playing. Next up, we got the uh, the Panthers, the Kyle Allen led Panthers. Not, Kyle Allen, not uh, not Cam Newton, Cam not Newton. Josh Allen. Yeah, not uh, not Cam Newton. Cam Newton was um, 
out for this game, and I believe he's already been ruled out for the next game. Um, so they beat the Cardinals 38-20 to in Phoenix. Kyle Allen, you know, um, threw for 261 and four TDs. McCaffrey did his McCaffrey things with 153 yards rushing and a TD and 35 wow. yards uh, receiving. Um, so he's, he's a fantasy dream. But, uh, so, yeah, I mean – I don't know. I don't know what to think. Was yeah, I, I, me either. I'm, I'm going to wait and see, watch this kid play another game. But, I mean, good for the Panthers fans, man. I mean, well, it's, well, been, it's been hard for them to watch. Yeah, was What's it a one-game wonder right. against a bad defense? And now or? they're saying Cam know. has some weird uh, foot injury I've never heard of. I've heard of that uh, injury, and I almost wonder, though, if, if Carolina's not happy to kind of – What's it called? I, I thought it said lunatic, which I believe – he just might I'm not going to pronounce it. I didn't go to med school. But, uh, you know, the thing is, I think they might be happy to watch Kyle Allen a little bit if you're Carolina and say, let's see what we got sure. this kid. Sure, yeah. Uh, Cam's been hurt. He's coming off that soldier, soldier, shoulder surgery. Um, I believe so, I, uh, I read he has one more year on his contract, so this is great for the Allen kid. Now, Kyler Murray kind of cooled off. He was – he threw 43 passes, but only for 173 yards. I mean, that's only a four, four, uh, four yards per Yikes. throw uh, Yikes. average. But two TDs, two picks, ran for 69 yards. So he was pretty much like a one-man show yeah. uh, for that team. Um, they're just not very they're just, good. Yeah, they're, it's it's too early for them to see any success here. It's going to get harder and harder. Too. So let's let's just get into it, and you can just, you know. Which game's next? You can just – Go in the back room if you need to. Um, the Giants of New York defeated the, the came York. from behind. Didn't just Football. win. On the came road. Came from behind. On the On road. On the road. 32-31 to 31 over the Bucks. The Bucks freaking blew that game. Led I was watching by that game. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, the second Holla coming. Holla at you, boy. The second coming. I tell you what, he. They, I saw a picture today where he was, you know, like nine years old, wearing an Eli jersey, just smiling. At Isn't that him. something? Yeah. Man, uh, you know, good for Giants fans. Uh, I saw it on Twitter at Wiley and Mac Show. Also on Twitter, in case oh. you wonder. Oh, yeah, that's where you saw it. Yes, yeah, excellent, uh, excellent. But I mean, he threw for three hundred thirty-six yards and two TDs, no picks, ran for twenty-eight yards and another two, two TDs. TDs. Um, Come on now. Come on now. So basically, he's like Roger Stallback meets Steve Young or Joe Montana. Fergie meets Jesus. Kind of something like that. Yeah. It's it's like, uh, you know, good for Giants fans, though. I mean, it's, they haven't had anything to cheer about. Uh, he might fall flat on his face next week. I don't think he will, but I believe, don't they have, I think they have the skins coming in and, <laughs> hey, Giants fans, wake up. You might still have a season to watch. Well, here's the bad news. Saquon. Saquon's out, they said, four to eight weeks with a high ankle sprain. And everything I read says they're leaning towards it being much longer. And he, well, as a as a father of a kid that had a high ankle sprain last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people said, well, you're going to wish he broke that. And I, I was like, what? That's that's yeah, insane. Why would you wish anything like that? Because what they'd say is that broken uh, ankle will heal a lot faster in four to six weeks, whereas the high ankle sprain could linger on and on, yeah. maybe for the rest of your life. And I can tell you, you know, nine months later, it still kind of lingers still with my son. So, um, but it's one of those things that, uh, you know, hopefully he gets back healthy because he's, he's very excited to watch, obviously. Yeah, I, and he's, to me, he's the best 
single player in the game and for I me. I don't care how good your your namesake is. Without Saquon, that team's going to be hurt. I think, so. I think Saquon can just relax and play now. Well, now you that, did. Uh, you, did you hear the interview? Daniel Jones is going to take the pressure. Did out. you hear the interview when when they told? I missed that. Yeah. So they're in the locker room, and Daniel Jones, they, the reporter says. Uh, Hey, did you know that Saquon is now going to be out four to eight weeks? And Daniel Jones was like, oh, really? Well, you know, he's pretty much just a complimentary piece to our offense anyway. So, right, you know, right. I mean, he's already feeling that Hollywood lifestyle right, Daniel right. Jones I mean, is. You know, look so. out, world. I'm telling you. But the Bucks did everything to lose Stay that tuned. game. They were ahead the entire game. Uh, I, the hapless Bucks and Jameis Winston, what are you going to do? I you just know? think you got to throw the ball to Chris Godwin more, and then, you know, I'd be happy. And I well, think they'll play better. I would have been happy, too. Um, now, if you were waiting for Mike Evans to come out, he finally did. Um, you know, he, he wound up with three TDs and 190 yards. Uh, he's a, uh, he's a stud. He, they hadn't really gotten him the ball, and Godwin didn't do much anything. But, Bucks, you just, just kind of suck. Giants, hey. At least maybe you got the the quarterback of the yeah, future. I mean, the quarterback yeah. of the future. I hate when people say that, but, you know. What's that mean? Is he yeah, twenty one game? But, and, but man, know, but boy, was I happy to see it. So next up was the Texans went into uh, Los Angeles to the StubHub shitty StubHub Center, beat it, beat the Chargers twenty seven twenty. You know Deshaun did Deshaun things, threw for three fifty one and three TDs. Um, you know they really didn't run the ball; they only ran the ball for thirty nine yards. So this was Deshaun Jackson and or Deshaun Watson and all Deshaun Watson. How dare so. you! Well, yes, but, you know, what do you want me to do? Deshaun Watson's uh, – he, he's the real deal. I'm telling you, folks, stay tuned. It's just going to get better and better. If they uh, can protect him, sure. just think if they, they can They protect. have to address that soon, and I mean very soon, because this kid is the real deal. Uh, and the Chargers, I mean, what do we what do we think of the Chargers? Well, this is one of the maybe ones – Maybe 0-3? This is one of the ones – they should be 0-3. I mean, Colts should be the first game. Yeah. Then Terry hits some extra points at field goals. Right. Um, but yeah, this is one of those games. Chargers favor three and a half. I believe we told you to get all over the Texans, and uh, you know the Texans prevailed. So um, I don't, I don't know what to think about it. I think the Chargers are like I said, Derwin James being out, he's the quarterback of their defense. Uh, Russell Okun, their left tackle, being out. Yeah. Oh, big news though. Oh yeah. Melvin Gordon. Melvin. As of, as of this evening, the word on the street is he'll be back. Not this weekend. He's not going to play, but he's going to practice and be ready for week five. So, anybody that drafted him, be happy. Or uh, still has him stashed except, on Except, here's the deal. Anybody with Austin Eckler, be very sad. I got them both, well, suckers. Well, here's the problem. You got them both. Which one yeah. do you play? Because here's call. the deal. They're going to wind up being committee on that thing. You yeah, know, for you know, sure. Eckler's yeah, done sure. too well to just go, hey, we're going to give Gordon 30 touches and you five. I was real excited at first, and then I, oh, well, wait a minute. You kind of needed that one or the other right. thing, really. But uh, So the next game was the Steelers and the Mason Rudolph-led Steelers, because for yes. anybody that follows it, Big Ben's out for the year. Uh, Mason Rudolph-led Steelers go into Sam Fran, and, you know, the Niners – Played okay. I mean, Jimmy G was 277, one TD, but he threw mm-hmm. two picks. He's still not playing that good. They did run for 168 yards. Oh, I love that. Love that. Dealers just can't get it going offensively. Now, give Mason Rudolph a little bit of time. Sure. Um, you know, he was 14 for 27 for 174, two TDs and a pick. 
But they, they couldn't establish a run uh, game. They uh, only ran for 79 yards. Tomlin's got to get carries. that D to step up, you know, while Rudolph gets acclimated to the offense and gets his, gets his feet under Well, him. I think – The defense has got to play better. I listened man. to that game, and, and Minka Fitzpatrick was making a difference uh, for sure. Oh, that's right. He um, played already, huh? Yeah, he was playing – Fresh off the trade, and you know he was he was making a difference out there. So maybe they're moving in the right direction. Um, Niners did not cover the six and a half points. Thanks, fellas. But uh, what do you care, right? Um, <laughs> next one was kind of a surprise. I thought uh, I wasn't surprised that they covered because the Saints uh, went into Seattle and it was four and a half point spread. And I believe I said you know the Seahawks had only run one by like. Two points and one point. Right. They um, haven't looked overly impressive at all. So, I thought, well, they'll probably win. They should win. On money line, I would have taken them. But I didn't expect them to lose. And yeah. they did, 33-27, to 27, behind the Teddy Two Gloves Bridgewater. Oh, uh, yeah. Teddy Two Glove. You know, and he, he wasn't great. Hell, he only threw 177 uh, yards and two TDs. I watched but, his highlights on Twitter. And he – what was his numbers again? He was 19 for 27 for 177 yeah, yards. Yeah, he, threw, and two he threw like 17 eight-yard passes. Yeah, I mean his his average was like 6.6. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, he did run for 12 yards, but uh, but they, give him credit, he hung in there, did this, his job. This was a very defense special teams game because, you know, the Saints had 68 yard rushing and 177 yards passing, and they still scored 33 points. You know, and um, here the Seahawks sit at what two and one, and just really. Can you even tell? Well, and two and one, here's I mean. the other thing, too. They This game was not that close. It was 33-27, but there was a lot of garbage time yeah, crap going yeah. on. Uh, people were speaking the praises of Wilson, who threw for 406 yards and two TDs. But he, but he threw it 50 times. But they yeah. were in two-minute offense mode the whole fourth the whole quarter because they were quarter, down double yeah. digits. And they scored a touchdown with, like, you know, 10 seconds to go or something. They should have lost by double digits in this game. This was Seahawks not, definitely got some work to do. This was not a five-point game. I'm telling you right now, I did watch this one, and it was it was not a good game. But um, next up, we got the uh, Rams went into Cleveland, took care of business. Cleveland. Um, not surprising at all. They were – this is – see, this was another – it was a Sunday night game. And like I've been saying, the Rams keep getting disrespected sure. by Vegas. They're only three-point favorites against a Browns team that had done I don't nothing. Get that. Yeah, and they still haven't. So, uh, you know, I I was not really that impressed with the Rams, to be honest with you. Their offense still kind of looks like they're in yeah, third gear. A little gear, sluggish, yeah, you know? a little sluggish. But. Um, you know, uh, Goff threw two picks. You know, he threw two TDs as well. But, uh, you know, Gurley only had 43 yards. He only rushed the ball for 90 yards. But their defense is pretty good. And yeah. I mean, they're 3-0 and with two road wins. And, you know, one of them was over the mighty Cleveland Browns, who everybody told us was we're going was gonna to be excellent this year. Well, here's the other thing. Ah, give me a break. Here's the other thing I think we've learned watching the Browns for three weeks. Their offensive line's not good. Um, not good at all. Mayfield's running around, and, you know, he's trying to run around and create like he did in college. Doesn't work that way in the NFL. Yeah, he ain't um, playing Kansas. You know, um, they and and their their defense, they have a pretty good pass rush. Uh, the front seven seems to be okay. Their secondary is not great, but um, so you know, twenty thirteen. Like I said, the Rams cover the spread. I think the Rams are kind of like the Packers for whatever reason. They're just not getting sure. Going. Yeah. Now you could say, well, the Packers have a new coach and a new offense. Right. The Rams pretty much brought everybody back. 
Um, but I think they'll get going. I'm here. okay with where the Rams are, though. I mean, they'll hit their stride. They're, they're three and zero, two road wins. I'm not. I'm not, not worried a, about them at all. I am worried about Cleveland. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure the Rams didn't play many of their guys in the preseason either, and that yeah, that's going to have yeah. an effect. Sure, know? sure. I mean, and the Browns got a bunch of good teams coming up. I mean, they better get it together. Mayfield only—he was only 18 for 36 for 195 yards and one TD, um, one pick. So just haven't seen the Browns' offense really perform very well yet. So that was a Sunday night game, and then of course we had the Monday night game, which was pretty much a stinker if you watched it. Uh, It was the Bears beat the Redskins 31 to 15. Look. I know the Bears scored 31. I know they were up 28 to right. nothing or 23. I knew where you were going here. Like. I know Trubisky threw for 231 and three TDs, but, God, he just yeah. he still looks hapless out there, you know. I mean, the Redskins' defense sucks. We said that. Sure, yeah. Um, they give it up how many points now? Where are they averaging? I, I called this a stay away because the Skins were only dogs by four points, uh, and I thought the Bears were going to come to life eventually, which I guess they kind of did, but the Skins – Defense is horrible. Yeah. They've given up 65 points. So, um, you know, i got to see more. Their offense also looked horrible. I've been singing Case Keenum's yeah, praises. And, and I he, mean, I, I don't think he's going to start for them much longer. I well, really he looked like dog shit. He threw three picks and had two two lost fumbles. There was a, a third fumble that he, they got back. but uh, they, uh, they spent a first-round pick on a quarterback, and you're seeing it more and more. I mean, teams are – they're going to the youngster a lot earlier than they used to. Now Gruden says he's not going next week um, to Haskins, which is. Yeah, he, I believe that when I see it. Well, basically, what he said is, I think Case Keenum gives us the best chance to win, which is what every coach ever right. says when he doesn't want to put the backup in. But that may tell you, is Haskins not quite ready yet? Haskins only started, you know, one year in college. Sure. Right? Yeah. It was a hey, I had a hell of a year, but I, I mean, yeah. I heard Urban Meyer, I believe he's on, you know, the herd or one of those shows, say that you know he's going to be a great quarterback, but he's not quite ready. Yet, yeah, so. he said he, I believe he said he just wasn't there mentally with reading defenses and doing the sorts of things that you're going to have to do as a starting NFL quarterback. But I mean, the Bears. You can see it though. The athletic. I don't know if you caught any of that game. But the athleticism. I watched the whole game. Yeah, the physical talent, the athletic. It's there. Yeah, you know, it was the the uh, the. The Bears wind up winning, so you know they're they they did what they had to do on the road. Um, so I guess we can't disparage them too much. But I'm I'm I love their defense, love them. But uh, yeah. yeah, their offense. Uh, it's I mean you know Keem Hicks and and uh, Khalil Mack and Kyle Fuller and Danny Trevathan and and Raekwon Smith. And, yeah, I mean they I got mean, they got dudes all over that place. You they know? might all make the Pro Bowl. Uh, you want to hear the the most interesting story from this game. Sure. This will blow your mind. Because I know you're a guy that likes to bet on some football games. That is true. And I would go ahead and guess, which I'm surprised you haven't asked me about it yet. Did you hear the story about the guy out west that played that? Uh, he bet 89 cents, which apparently you you can do that out west, on a 19-game parlay. Well, now, the, the odds on a 19-game parlay are so, going to be – on mathematically Insane. impossible to hit. Well, yeah, that's but why it's going to be like five thousand to one or something. Stupid. There was a picture of it on Twitter. Somebody showed me a picture of the ticket. Uh, he bet eighty nine cents. It would have at paid Wiley Mac show. at Wiley Max shows where you can see that. Uh, it would have paid almost five hundred thousand dollars. 
He was 18 for 18 and picked the Redskins to win oh, Monday night. Gosh. Well, it'd make you sick, but to what and you just said. The speculation is, is like, well, why didn't he leverage his bet with, uh, you know, on the other side with that being the last game that he had to hit? And the only thing I could think of was well, maybe he was like a desperate guy. That was the last dollar he had. Nah, it was probably more like, eh, this this shit isn't going to happen anyway. So right, I'm just gonna I was throw, for the hell of it. What do I got in my pocket, 89 cents? What the hell, you know? Could you imagine being 18 for 18 and missing? Ugh. I could not. It's Ugh. almost like the year on the uh, March Madness where I had uh, the first 31 games correct. And then I lost the 32nd. I'm pretty sure I never heard about that. And the 32nd game was played by your Indiana Hoosiers. And they effing lost. That happened. That was real. That was real. That's a worse story. Yeah. yeah, But uh, so, yeah, that's that's week three in a recap. Bro and not uh, the uh, best week compared that in my opinion, but I a mean, very interesting week. You know, three. was there some good games? Eh, there was a lot of bad some intriguing games. Intriguing things happened. Colts though. game was good. Uh, uh, sure, you know, Ravens Chiefs was obviously good. Um, Lions Eagles turned out to be a good game. Giants obviously your boy Daniel Jones. Yes, sir. Yeah, I like back. what some of these teams are doing that you know that weren't picked to finish very high. I mean, yeah, I mean, so. Eh, Saints lose Breeze, go on the road and win a big one. That's huge. The other thing is so weird about week three and that we're going to have to get used to moving forward is not seeing Drew Breeze, not seeing yeah. Big Ben, not seeing uh, Cam out there, not seeing all these quarterbacks that you, you expected to see. You know, you expect guys to maybe get dinged up here or there, or maybe one guy to be lost for the season, but to see just uh, who's Kyle Allen, sure. who, who's Mason Rudolph, you know, you know, who's. You said it a week or two ago. It's amazing how many good quarterbacks there are in the NFL. And, I mean, you're seeing even these backups coming in. I mean, this guy's, you know, Daniel Jones, uh, Kyle Allen, these guys had good games. And I, I almost think, too, that it's a combination of things. The rules have changed where, Certainly. you know, receivers can't be bullied, quarterbacks Certainly. can't be bullied. Uh, and then – a lot of these coaches wised up and were like, why don't we just, you know, they complained for years that the college offense isn't the same as the pro offense right. and they're just not ready. Well, some of these guys started wising up going, hey, maybe we'll run some of that college sure. stuff kind that of they're like, used to running that they were I don't want to say at. dummy it down, but kind of. Not necessarily dummy. It's just a different offense. Sure. It's not, you know, it's not. De- Maybe but, simplify but the playbook the, a little. The thing is, pro coaches think that obviously they're smarter than college coaches. Mm-hmm. In a lot of cases they might be. But it's like, why would you reinvent the wheel? If Lamar Jackson was kicking ass in this offense, sure. why not? You know, design an offense that's good for him. You saw him at Louisville. Nobody could touch that. And so to go back to you know, Lamar's now eight and two, starting two of his losses, both to Kansas City. But last year, you know, last year he's he stepped in to a Joe Flacco offense, which is big, prodding, can't move, throw it from the pocket type. So this year, it really shouldn't surprise us that much that now he's having a lot of success when they've had a whole offseason to say, hey, what's what are you good at? What can we oh, yeah. do? What can we, how can we design Coaching this staffs like the Ravens, you know, they 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 generally get it right. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, very very interesting stuff. Uh, looking forward to next week. Yeah, week three is in the books. Season's really, really, really going to get ramped up this week. Week three is in the books, and we are moving on to week four. So we got week four. Um, you know, there's a lot of good games coming up, as usual. 
Oh, on Thursday night. Always. Listen, Thursday night should be a great game. I hope Philly gets some healthy guys because they're going into Lambeau. Um, Man, I don't like this, Mac, for Philly with all these injuries. And short week, I mean, this couldn't happen at a worse time. So the Packers are four-point favorites. Um, I, I'm here to tell you, I like the Packers. I think their offense is just kind of coming along, coming along. Their defense looks great. So I'm taking the pack. Um, and Philly has not looked very good um, because of the injuries and whatnot. Um, so I'm taking the pack. Yeah, I, I agree that? with you. I'm going with the pack. I, and I – this is an, an odd game for me, for me because I I, mean, I agree. I think that the best is yet to come for both these teams. And I know, well, hey, Green Bay 3-0, but, but like you said, their offense isn't really humming yet. I mean, I think this could be Green Bay's year to be back in, in the elite conversation like they were for so many years with, with uh, Rodgers at the helm. Well, I'll make a prediction. If Philly can get healthy, it's going to be one of those – race at the end of the year sure. where they're trying to make the playoffs but uh they're still philly they still got a good organization but tommy wags and uh in uh wisconsin this is for you buddy i'm going for the pack tommy so. wags but uh next up we got the uh panthers of carolina visiting the texans of houston and uh texans are four point favorites what do you think about that one Texans uh, should be seven-point favorites. Um, Kyle Allen, Panther fans, good for you. Uh, nice showing last week. Are you but, saying uh, slow your roll, man? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think the uh, Panthers are going to uh, realize at the end of this game how big of a deal uh, not having Cam there physically and mentally sound really hurts them. And and I just I I really like the Texans. I Really, really like the Texans. I love Deshaun Watson. Um, hopefully, the protection is going to get a little bit better as the year goes along. And I, I just think, I think this is a game they win by a touchdown. At well, least. I, I got to agree with you. That's why I'm taking the Texans now. And the slow your roll part of Kyle Allen. I mean, they beat the Cardinals, and I think right, the right. Cardinals will get to our power rankings, our power line road rankings. But uh, the Cardinals are not very good. I like the way that sounds. So. Uh, yeah, the Texans. You got J.J. Watt screaming off there. Um, you know, you got uh, Mr. My, Allen. Meet Mr. Watt. You, you got uh, Whitney Merciless. You got my boy McKinney, my my cousin from another mother. Um, is uh, by the way, Whitney Merciless is is that the best football name in the league? Merciless is Whitney's I mean, not. I guess if you're going to be named Whitney, you better have a last name like Merciless. You and know, you so. better be a badass, which she <laughs> which she is. So taking the Texans on that one, I, I agree. I think they'll win by at least a touchdown. Uh, next up, the Browns are going to Baltimore for a division game. Whoa. If you're a Brownie fan, then you this is where you got to show up right this here. This is a huge game. Now, I mean, I, I think we're we're almost in must-win territory well, for the Browns. Well, here's the deal. What are they, one and two? Um, but besides that fact, this They is, did beat the Jets, though. They did. But this is a division Ugh. game, and you're playing the Ravens. The Ravens are going to want to exert their dominance and say, no, you, all the hype, preseason hype, get the heck, right. get the F out of here with that. Right. They're seven-point favorites. And to be quite honest with you, unless the Browns and Freddie get out of the kitchen if it's too hot. If you can't stand the heat, Freddie, get out of my kitchens, all four of them. <laughs> don't throw out the kitchen sink, Freddie. Oh, gosh. Oh, I forgot to tell you about this. So on the um, – 
So they had a just some bonehead play calls in the fourth quarter of that game the other night. You wouldn't uh, be referring to like a fourth and nine draw play. Fourth and nine draw play. But what got me was so after the game, the you know the reporters are asking Freddie Kitchens, and he's that old Alabama quarterback. Well, you know this is on me. This is on me. I Don't blame them. Blame me. And I was just waiting for him to drop the. Blame me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm, I'm 40. I mean, I'm a man. Drop the Mike Gundy reference right in. I know he <laughs> hey, wanted to say it. You think those reporters, you know, I think it would have been great if one of those reporters said, well, who the hell do you think we're going to blame? Yeah. <laughs> we are blaming you. Yeah, we're asking you why the hell you did it. Frederick P. Kitchens, we Welcome are blaming you. Welcome to the NFL, you douchebag. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just – I. He, I think he was better off as a play caller than he is as a, sure. as a head like coach. Like you said, some guys just wear the coordinator hat just fine and not the head coach. So I'm taking the Ravens all day on them. I think they're going to win by double digits. I second that notion. Cleveland yeah. stinks. I think they're going to put the Browns in their place, and it's going to be a, you know just a, a fire sale on the Browns. And hear stock. me out here. Hear me out here. Once the Ravens handle Cleveland like we both think they will, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. Keep your eyes open. Listen. Watch. The circus will begin. Well, yeah, OBJ is going to start throwing fits. And, oh, yeah. You know, so, uh, next up, we got a pillow fight. To, well, Ooh, I guess I shouldn't, I shouldn't say this because oh, it's your no. boy. But uh, the Redskins are going into the Meadowlands to play They're the in New trouble, York football Mac. Giants. Um, Giants are three-point favorites. Not even sure what to think about this game, so I will not be betting. Um, I don't blame you. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would tell you not to bet this. Um, you know, I I like what I what I saw of the John. I mean, they did. They like you said. They came from behind and won. You, know, you get a change at quarterback, a change in attitude. I mean, the guys maybe they're going to rally around this kid. I mean, but the Giants could win this game and be two and two and think you know all of a sudden, hey. You know, this season might not be a total catastrophe. Maybe so. And I was going to get you a Daniel Jones jersey, but I'm still convinced that uh, I can get it for you at Goodwill a lot cheaper. I believe they're flying off the shelves right now. But uh, They have, like, my old high school jersey? Well, it, the thing is, the skins looked really bad. Yeah, they did. Um, so, which is why I'm not going to bet this, because they, they looked decent offensively the first two games, bad defensively. So, I, I honestly, this game, Daniel Jones should have another game. And the hype train's just going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the hype train after this game, because he's going to have a good game against this shitty well, Washington Redskins Neither defenses defense. are very good. so But I that's mean, the other thing. Yeah. The Giants defense sucks. They have no Saquon Barkley. I'm not betting this game. So, no way. This could be probably like a another 34-28 kind of show we saw. In Tampa Bay? Yes, yes. More so. stats for DJ. D- oh, you call him DJ? I thought DJ, it was Danny well, Dimes, the Dimes man. I Only I can call him oh, DJ. Okay. I mean, I gotcha. come on, guys. I got gotcha. you. Uh, next up, we got the Chargers going to the uh, the uh, Division Three college team in oh. Miami. Oh! Um, it's uh, their 16.5-point favorites, the Chargers are. Um, what do you think about this? Just I'm not betting it. To hell with it. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't bet 89 cents on this game like that guy in Vegas that almost won 500,000. Well, uh, part of the reason is the Chargers' um, offense hadn't looked that good. You know what? Uh, to me, but. I think I'm going to call this here. This is going to be Miami's first victory of the season. No. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> you heard it here first. 
They got a new quarterback behind center. They're going to rally around. They played hard last week. Dude, if you Although were, it was probably were, hard to keep playing hard in a game like that. They will beat the Chargers. I don't like the Chargers. Melvin Gordon's coming a week too late. Dolphins win 21-17. Okay, now if you were going to say they were going to cover, I'd believe you, but – no way. They're not winning. No way. Bet that money line. I don't have the odds in front of me, but it'll be worth some cash. We'll so. give you the uh, email, of course, once again before the show's over, and you can please. It's Show at gmail.com. Yeah. We'll just give it right now. Send me showering comments or on praise when the Dolphins beat the Chargers. Or on Twitter at Show. So, but, Book uh, it. Anyway, we got the Raiders coming to Indianapolis. Uh, Indy's seven-point favorites. I haven't been impressed with the Raiders at all. I've been very impressed with the Colts and what they've done. So I'm definitely biased, but I'm taking the Colts. What do you think? Yeah, uh, seven points eh, kind of scares me a little bit with this team, only in their fourth game with Jacoby running the show. But I just think the Colts, and I know – I don't know how I'm going to explain this for our listeners, but I just think the Colts are one of the better, and I put this in quotation, teams. I can, I can in, in I, the league. I can witness that he did do uh, air quotes. Oh yeah, air quotes. I mean, they're just one of the better teams. That everything's everything's team, team, team. They're not they're not counting on one guy to do this or one guy to do have a big game here. There, it's just they really don't care. I mean, they have what do they have? Like seven tight ends. They'll throw it to any of them. They. Okay, so let me interrupt you, though. This is what worries me, okay? T.Y. went out with a quad injury. Yes, and did not practice and to today. And quite, to be quite frank, I don't think he's going to play. And he's all we got at receiver. He is our talent wide receiver. I was kind of hoping some of these other guys would step up, but through three games, I haven't seen anybody else you step know, up at tight end. What you're saying at, is uh, very true. And last year, the like – the last twelve games, I think he was. I think it was a game time decision. Like ten of the last twelve games, and he seemed to always just get out there and play. And he was quoted. He he told me, "If I if I can play, I'll play. Don't worry about that." Yeah, um, but I've seen him play hobbled before. He is a man. He's not forty, but he's a man. He's not forty, but he is a man. He will go out there and play if um, he can. But the problem is when he goes out and play. I've seen him play hobble yeah. before. He's ineffective. Sure, he's uh, more of a decoy. But who's he decoying for? Because- little dude, that little dude's a tough son of a gun. Um, and and to uh, comment on your other comment, he is our talent at receiver. But you know what, Mac? Well, we said this all year last year too, and it just seemed like if it was. Haskell the rascal or Chester the uh, dog molester or whatever his name is. Rogers, not, yeah, uh, not yeah. dog molester. Right, Rogers, Rogers. Rogers. Uh, but just, and the tight ends. I mean, the tight ends. Of course, Ebron had a huge year. That kind of that kind of blanketed or covered some of that up. You know, the receivers' lack of production from the receivers. Um, well, I'll just tell you this: last game, Ty had eight catches. Uh, At halftime. No other receiver had more than two. You know, Ebron had three. Doyle had four as tight ends. Hines had three as a running back. Uh, Moel had two. But Paris Campbell only had two. Um, Kane only had one. Pascal had two. So, I mean, we don't have a lot of options at receiver. No, And, and, uh, and, you know, when Andrew Luck, not to take anything away from Jacoby, when Andrew Luck was quarterbacking, you could put, you know, 
John Doe right. on the back of a jersey, and he'll find you and get you the ball. But I don't think Jacoby is that next generation. Well, this talent. is another uh, stepping stone for Jacoby. Well, you know, we may not think that he can do all those things, but we're going to find out. But and you know let I mean? us not forget the Raiders suck. So you know. So we'll we're, I'm hoping uh, Mack and Wilkins and Hines have just big games. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm talking 30-plus carries between the three of them and 157. If we can get that running game going like we did, you know, the first couple games, then we will be okay. Big game for Doyle and Ebron. So, the Kansas City Chiefs are going into Detroit. Uh, why do they – so, Detroit's played well, okay? They're 2-0-1. Yeah. But the Chiefs are only uh, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, uh, I know what you're th- – got to drop a stat on you, my man. But, okay, so I know what you're thinking, though. Well, they were six-and-a-half-point favorites last weekend against the Ravens, and they didn't cover it. They didn't. They should have. Right. But what did I say last week? If the Chiefs are less than a touchdown favorite, unless it's take the Patriots, em. you take that shit. And, Patriots, uh, maybe the Rams. I agree with you here. I, I, I would bet on the Chiefs to cover. Um, I am. And let's not forget, I mean, Baltimore's pretty good. So I mean I'm okay. pretty good, but they were covering the whole game. Sure, too, sure, so. but I mean, uh, man, it's amazing those guys get those lines <laughs> as close as they do. Uh, you know, Detroit. I think you just keep doing what you're doing. You've got, you know, you've got a a quarterback that can lead a team, and he's, he's talented enough to do it. Uh, this week's not. It's not going to happen this week. You're, you know, you're going to lose, unless barring some miracle. But you know, stay the course. You're two on one. Don't you know? It's just kind of like you know when when Houston lost at the very last second in week one. It's just it's, it's you just move on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean Detroit should be three and zero for sure. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to insult some Lion fans this week when I was up in Kalamazoo, but they weren't having it. They said, no. "Hey, hey, we're t- we're undefeated, bro. Well, we ain't lost a game, yeah. homie." <laughs> so they were right. Um, next up, we got the uh, Patriots going to the Bills. I actually think this is a very interesting game. Um, I'm now, looking, really looking forward to this. The The Patriots are only favored by seven. Uh, obviously, it's a division game. Um, but, you know, the Bills' defense is nasty as they Absolutely. are. And the Bills' offense has been doing just enough. They haven't played anybody. No. I mean, they played the two New York teams and the Bengals. Right. And yeah, and the Patriots defense. So they're three and zero. Good so for you, but good. yeah. Uh, I think more than anything else, I'm, I'm I'm ready to see this Bills defense play against this Patriot offense. Play against a real that's, offense. Yeah, I sure. mean that's that's a big time matchup for me. Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to watch. I still, but here's the thing, I think the Patriots are going to win double digits. I'm going Pats. I think the Bills are going to get exposed as a good team. As sure, a good team, sure. but not in the upper echelon of AFC. I, yeah, teams, I mean, so. I think this is another, like I said about the last game, so they lose to the Patriots. Don't hang your head. You, you know, if you're 3-1 and one after, after if you told them they were going to be 3-1 and one after week four, I think any Bills fan would have taken that. Well, and I mean, here's what I think, too. Uh, I believe that Belichick's going to want to send a message to him like, no. No, you're not even in our ballpark. Right, yeah, you know, and, and so. you know he does he does like to do those kind of things. But I think if you're a Bills fan, you're focused on the wild card. I mean, now, you're watching that all year because you're not winning the division. I mean, probably the most interesting thing will be out in the tailgate section in Buffalo, watching people jump onto tables. And yeah, the Bills mafia, shotgun crazy up there, man. All They're that crazy. kind of stuff. So good stuff up there. But uh, so that'll be a good one. But I'm going with the Pats. Next up, we got the Titans going to the ATL Hotlanta. 
Um, Falcons are favored by negative three and a half. Um, the Titans, ugh. ugh. I tell you, though, they're one of those teams. If you remember them last year, they would have no. bad games and have yep. good games. And have bad uh, games I knew good. you were going to go there. So, yeah, no. um, they've had a couple not-so-good games, and obviously I'm not a Mariota fan, as, as you know. Uh, I don't think he's garbage, but I don't think he's, you know, whatever. But so, but the Falcons, I've watched the Falcons play, uh, you know, Full full disclosure, I don't have the the uh, NFL uh, ticket, so I can't watch every game. So I got to watch what's on. Well, I've watched them two out of the three games because them against the Vikings was on a week one, and then of course they played the Colts. Uh, yeah. So um, I I don't know. I'm not that impressed with the Falcons. I like I like what you said about Tennessee. So I, you know, I think Vrabel's a hard nosed coach. Their defense always plays hard, plays physical. I expect them to play. Better this week, but I like the Falcons. Here's the other by thing: a touchdown. Falcons lost the quarterback, their defense, um, their safety, Keanu. Yeah. Uh, we'll just call him Keanu Reeves, although sure. that's an actor, not a player. Sure. But, uh, Point break, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a line. You got a line? I can't. Utah. Remember. Johnny Utah. Give me two. Yeah. So, but they, uh, so they lost him. So that's going to be a big, big thing. We, we, and I'm convinced. I can convince you that Atlanta's better than you think they are. I think they're going to win by a touchdown. They, at they, least. they might be, but I'm probably going to have to take the Titans on a bounce back. And but if the Titans disappoint me again, like they did last week, to hell with you. I'm never better. You're on dead you, to man, me. So. You're dead to me. Uh, the, we get into the afternoon games. The Bucks are going to the Rams. Um, the Bucks are just hapless. Yeah, they have lost cause. But it's a 10-point spread, and I've not liked the way the the Rams offense has played so far, you know. Um, I think this is one – I think this is a game, Mac, you should be putting your money on the Bucs. It's a a Jekyll and Hyde act. Arians, I think he'll get them – I don't know why I'm saying this, but it just seems like I I called it when they went to Carolina and won. And 10 points is is a big spread. Uh, Rams have not – Blowing anybody's doors off this year, not so, yet, uh, which which is weird. And my for for a team that has every everybody back, uh, I really, you know, would expect them right. to do better offensively. Their defense has been playing very well, but, but like uh, I said about the Packers, I think the best is definitely still yet to come for the Rams. Do but. you think that Uh-oh. the Rams and and McVay might regret giving Jared Goff that big extension? When they gave it to him here, right? Before to, uh, that's 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 a tough one for me to answer. Um, I mean, on one hand, I would say absolutely not. I mean, that's you've got a franchise quarterback; you lock him up as soon as you can. Um, you know, is he a good franchise? He's not a bad franchise quarterback. Is he? A- wow, man, that that was a Monday night game against the Chiefs last I forget year. Where I even ranked him. So I think I ranked him at uh, ranked him at twelve before the start of the season. And uh, I mean, I mean, thirteen think about that. Twelve, thirteen for what a third year quarterback? Yeah, Second, yeah. I mean, well, and, and let's wash that first year out because he sure. played for Jeff Fisher, and sure. Jeff Fisher seems like a nice guy. I'd love to hang right. out with him sometime in his uh, cabin in Montana. But uh, you know, but I have as, no as interest a, in having him as, my as coach an offensive for football years. coach. No thanks. No. You know? so, so I mean, you know, the Monday night game against the Chiefs last year. I mean, what was? He put on a show. Man. He did in I that mean, game. He That's showed true. everybody. I, so, I mean, I would lean more towards, yeah, I'm glad they locked him up. But then the other concern as well, is it going to handcuff your, your cap and your salary cap? I mean, I don't know, man. That's a tough one for me. So, Jerry, there you go. My boy Jerry and Callie, 
I talked about the Rams, so shut up. But um, yeah, Jerry, he he had some feedback yeah. tonight. He said, "Love the show, but I need more Rams talk." There you got it. But uh, <laughs> now, Jerry, you are allowed to reply on what we he what said we, he wants to call in about the Rams. He said he wants to call him. I told him we'd try to figure that out. But uh, yeah, we're gonna be, work on the live feed guest. soon. But ten points is too much. I'm not betting it. I'm not betting it because I don't. The Bucks could they can implode at any point in time so sure it wouldn't surprise wouldn't surprise me if it was 30 to 7 or wouldn't surprise me if it was 20 to you know 17 so i'm staying away from that one uh seahawks are going to phoenix to play the university of phoenix cardinals um the seahawks are favored by oh those cardinals okay they're favored by five the seahawks are um I don't know what to think about this game. I might surprise you here. I'm taking the Cardinals. You're going to take Cardinals with the points. Car- Seahawks have been very underwhelming yes. in these first three yes. weeks. Uh, they're playing a lot of young guys on offense. Like I said, um, their first two games, they won by two. They won by one. And then they got beat. should have got beat double digits last week by the Saints at home. And then they had garbage shit yeah, in there. I have a feeling this has this game has the makings of a very, very interesting could game be interesting. to watch. Russell Wilson relates to Kyler Murray. Hey, short guys, little guys. Yeah. They told me I was too little to play too, young young fella. Um, I can really see these two, and you know Murray probably. I would guess he looks up to Wilson, you know, quite a bit. So uh, I would guess he looks him in the eye. No, you I'm think say, Russell is taller? Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, Russell's yeah, looking yeah. down here and saying, "Listen here, little guy. Yeah, yeah. You in so, my league now." But I'm going Cardinals. I'm going going out on a limb on that one. Taking, <laughs> yes, taking you the are. Home, I'll home take dogs. the Seahawks. I'll take the Seahawks. Uh, Bounce back. Vikings are going into Chicago in a division game. This should be a really good game right here. I think uh, so. Bears are one and a half point favorites. Two good defense. Oh, you got them two at one and a half. Great defenses. I was served. I got served two and a half. Bears were two and a half. I wish you could could have yeah. got on that because I'm taking the Vikings. I'm taking the Vikings, and I know we've talked about Kirk Cousins and his shortcomings, and their passing game pretty much is non-existent. Well, it's time, but their defense I mean, is nasty, sure. and they're still scoring points even without throwing the ball that much because Dalvin Cook in the running game. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Then I'm not with you. Uh, because their defense is very, very good, but it ain't the Bears, baby. Let's it's get damn one thing near, straight. I think. It ain't the Bears. Well, see, I, it's th- right there. I don't know what the over/under in this game is, but I'm going to bet the under. I know it because look, it's 38, like one of the lowest over/unders in years. Because I think that Mitch, Mitchell going up against the Vikings defense, Mitchell will struggle to score 20, and I think that Kirk Cousins and the Vikings going up against the Bears will also struggle to get 20. So I think at the very best, it'll be a 20 to 17 game. But I think it will be an actual defensive duel and not just sure. two crappy offenses. Sure. And I, and I do think the Vikings, you know, just because they're not throwing it a lot doesn't mean their offense is bad. Whereas the Bears, you know, they can't run or throw, so I don't know. Well, it sure doesn't seem like it. They did against the, the Redskins, but, you know. The freaking Reds. Come on, the Redskins. Yeah, this is, this is a tough one. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the Bears at home, though. I'm going to okay. take the Bears. and You know, I hate to say this, but I just feel like it's almost like Trubisky, Cousins, like it's the same guy. No, I'd, I'd take it's Cousins just that, over Trubisky. Well, sure, I mean, I probably would, too, if we well, were not, a quarterback Not draft, only that, but, but not – I mean, if you look at the team, though, I mean, Cousins has all his weapons and Trubisky doesn't. Agreed, agreed. So, but mean, that's what I was getting ready to say. If, I, if, if you 
I mean, advantage me, cousins there. If so. you give me a list, and you go, I, you got Dalvin Cook and Stephon Diggs and Kyle Rudolph sure. and, and Adam Thielen, or you have David Montgomery, a rookie. You know, a, a, Allen Tariq Robinson. Cohen's a nice player. Uh, Tariq Cohen. I, I'm taking the Vikings. Sure. Weapons, so. sure. I, I do agree the Bears' defense is better. I just don't think they're that much better. I think they're just Being better. Tough game to pick there. Tough game. Next up, uh, Jacksonville and the Gardner. Mr. Minshew oh. to you is going into Denver to Mile High to play the Broncos. Broncos and Mr. Flacco to you. Yeah, Mr. Flickin' Flacco. Flickin' <laughs> Flacco. Um, but they are uh, – Broncos are three-point favorites. Oh, my God. I, I don't even – I can't even believe ah, that. Man, these games are – can you imagine we had to do this for a living? Well, I'm telling you, I'm going to take the Broncos, and I don't know why. That's and where I, I was leaning to. Actually, too. I might change my mind before it happens, but uh, – I don't know. In Mile High, Gardner's on the road. Their defense Never has played to, there before. Their defense has Broncos defense has to wake up at some sure. point in time. Um, you know, the Jags as as good as the Gardner looked, he threw two two TDs in one quarter last week. But what did he do the rest of the game? Really, sure. to be quite um, honest with man. you. Um, so I don't know. I think the Broncos squeak one out by a field. Right, I can see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be a close game, I, and I'll take the Broncos twenty-one uh, seventeen or twenty-one fourteen. Now Sunday night is going to be a very very interesting game um, because we're finally going to see the Cowboys play somebody. Yeah, they're, they're going go. into Nolens and they're playing the Saints now. Not the Drew Brees led Saints. The Teddy Two Gloves Brick Two Glove Teddy. Yeah. So um, you know. The Saints are or actually the Cowboys are two and a half point favorites. Um, I'm going to take the Cowboys. I think the Saints' defense is pretty dang good. I think the Cowboys' defense is good. I do, but too. I think the Cowboys' offense is going to be way better than the Saints' offense. So that's I think the Cowboys can win by at least a field goal, and that's all I need to win that money. To win that wow. money, this love is, that you know, money. This is uh, love that money. Woo! Woo. Love, uh, I love picking these games this week because they're here. I'm, I'm going against you again. I'm going to take the Saints uh, as a home dog. I love home dogs, especially home dogs that are that are good playoff caliber teams. I'll I'll take that all day. Uh, Cowboys have looked very very good um, going into a hostile environment. Uh, never played. They haven't played anybody. anybody. Right. That's I mean, true. we we could. That's very true. They you wouldn't no. say they haven't played anybody. No. And you know, and I'm not expecting the Cowboys to go in there and get shellacked. You know. 28 to 3, but I mean, I think it, this could be a really, really good. This has got game of the week potential right here. I'm going to take the Saints with the points, home dogs. Well, it's a good thing there's a good game on Sunday night because Monday night, <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals are going into Pittsburgh to play the Hines Steel Field. Curtain. Um, it, you know, makes you want to go out and buy some spam and and fago root beer. I, I swear to God, it, that last year I thought they got pretty good about this on the Thursday night Monday night games. This year I think they're back to giving Monday night the screw job. I know. Uh, now, granted, it is a com- it's a division game, and the sure. Bengals usually play tough in division, especially against the Steelers. But three and a half point favorites the Steelers are. And, you know, if this wasn't the only game on, I you don't know, even know if I'd care to watch. Mac, it. after we saw what happened in Week One. With the Bengals, the way they played in Seattle, and then and then knowing now that Big Ben's out for the year, and you know Steelers defense is really struggling. I mean, we should be taking the Bengals with these points, but no, no, 
I don't really. The Bengals know. stink. That's the thing. I I checked the Steelers when I was going through it, but at the same time, I'm thinking Mason Rudolph lights could be too big for him. But the Bengals do stink. They so stink. I don't, I don't even know what to do. I, I'm gonna bet on it because it's the only game on that night. So that's just a rule in my house. I that mean, I have to. Yeah, you know. But I I can't imagine what the pregame speech is gonna be like Tom and I mean. Hey, guys, I know this has been tough, losing our guy, Ben, but I'm telling you right now, you let me lose these sons of bitches, and you're all going to run to your freaking legs bleed my Tuesday. And then I mean, somebody puts their hands up. You can't do that, CBA. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hand down, damn it. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm probably going to take the Steelers and just kind of hope that Mason Rudolph has his breakout performance. Sure you, you are, because the Bengals uh, stink. But at the same time, it would not surprise me at all to see Andy Dalton lead him down Hey, they get a touchdown to put them within three uh, at the yeah. end, and, and then it peters out. They should have so. kept Marvin Lewis. They looked like the same freaking team. Well, at stink. least Marvin won eight, nine games a year, I guess. Yeah, but they they give that Zach uh, Taylor. Sure, yeah, Zach, give him time. Whatever give his name time. is, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. Give it's him, give all him, right. <laughs> give him some time, I guess, you know. But uh, anyway. Hey, hey that, Preppy. AC <laughs> yeah, Slater. Oh, yeah. um, that is our week four preview. And, uh, you know, is what it is. You, you heard our picks. You can go with them. You can go against them. We are getting ready to do something fun, though. We're going to do some uh, power rankings, are we not? Absolutely. I cannot wait. So uh, we will be right back. Just one word from our sponsors. So as promised, we have our power rankings. NFL uh, first power rankings. edition. Powerline Road Rankings. Ah, I like so, it. I like it. I like it. We're going to go top ten, bottom five. Uh, there will be some teams excluded. Some of you people may be angry at us. If you are angry at us, feel free to, feel free to tweet us at Wiley and Mac Show on Twitter. Or you can email us at WileyandMacShow at gmail.com. Or you can text Ryan at 812. Don't you dare. Don't you okay. freaking dare. Okay. I've been really looking forward to this, I don't Mac. need any uh, of those D picks like you got <laughs> when you gave out your number. But um, I only sent you half of them. So I don't know how you want to do this, but uh, I'd like I've been to looking forward to this because I, I think we're going to be. I'm sure we'll be different. but Well, I'd say the first three will be. Probably the same. I was going to count very down. I was going to count down to ten, but let's do the first three because you're right. Those are pretty much at least the first. Do you, who do you got one? Uh, I have Patriots one. I got the Patriots one as well. They're, I mean, a lot three. of people tell me, nah, it's Chiefs. It's cheap. Well, you know, New England won the Super Bowl and they're undefeated, and, and their defense is as good as I've seen it in a long time. In a long time. So until. Something crazy happens. I, I can't take them out of the one spot. Although I'd really and like just to, to be just to be clear, the way I kind of looked at this was, could you beat the other team? So if I put you at five, I think you could beat six right now. That's the way I look at it. Oh, not, fair enough. Not as the season goes on right now. That's fair what enough. I think fair enough. Um, so guess where we have the Chiefs? So well, the Chiefs are at number two. But sure. just to get along, with the Patriots, they've outscored their opponents one hundred six to seventeen. Granted, they have played some really bad teams in the Miami and the Jets and the Steelers. Um, so well, well they, we didn't expect the Steelers they did have to play band. like that. Yeah, we didn't yeah. expect that to be. But so they've they've kicked ass. So we both got the Chiefs at number two, also three and zero. They played the Jags, the uh, Ravens, and the Raiders. Raiders. So. Well, it looked very good doing it. Um, which not a whole lot to say with these first two teams. No, I, mean, I mean, I think it's obvious. 
I Listen, you and I both would love to see the Chiefs unseat the Patriots Absolutely. in the AFC because we both have grown up hating the Patriots due to our love affair for the Colts. But uh, so, but can they do it? I don't know. Let's see. Like you said, sure, Patriots sure, just sure. keep winning Super Bowls and playoff games. Sure. Who do you got at number three? This could get a little different. I have the Los Angeles Chargers at number three. I'm kidding. I have the L.A. Rams at okay. number three. Um, <laughs> see, I thought you and I might have got a little different at number three, but I had I had the Rams at three, yeah, too. Yeah, I so. mean – Two road wins, the three and zero. They went to the Super Bowl last year. I, I feel they've been disrespected. I feel like going Stephen A. Smith on Vegas. How dare you disrespect them the way you have? But I mean, you know, what can I say? Two road wins. They look good. They're healthy. And they played the Panthers, Saints, and the Browns, so it's not exactly the easiest three games in the world, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, Panthers and Browns on the road. So uh, yeah, I think that was an easy pick for me. I gets a little well. The, the interesting reason, the after reason three I said it wasn't me. easy is because I thought about putting the Cowboys at three and I put them at four. Ooh. Who do you get it for? I have the Tennessee Titans at four. I'm no, I mean, man, I'm sick of agreeing with you. I have the Cowboys at four also. Well, I mean, you know, so like we said, some of these top four, five, six teams. Cowboys were a you know an arguable pick for number three, but I. The way I my criteria was, I looked at the Rams' schedule, who they've played, and who Dallas has played, and so I give the Rams a slight edge. And, I, and when I say slight, I mean slight. Well, to your point, the Cowboys have played the Giants, uh, Miami, and was it the Redskins? I believe so. So, you know, not a lot. No, bottom feeders. Yeah, I think those are. We'll get to our bottom five, but. Wouldn't be surprised to see those teams in it. So, But they've looked good doing it. Their offense has looked really good. Dax looked as good as he's ever looked. Uh, Deke's, he certainly uh, has. Uh, Zeke's back and and at it. He's coming into full. Best uh, is yet to come. Zeke's going to get in shape here in sure, about another two weeks. You know, uh, their defense is looking pretty good. So, you know, they've they've got it done. Uh, who do you got at five? Five. Who do you got at five? I got the Green Bay Packers. Who do you got? I have... The Detroit Lions at five. No, no. I'm, I don't. I don't. I have the Packers at five. Did you? Did you copy this when I went outside? No, I did not. I mean, here's the deal. I said this before. The Packers have gotten it done. They're three and zero. Played and two very on, good defenses. They played the Bears and the Vikings, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, they're well, we both expected to be very good this year. Which Bears and Vikings? Their offense has not looked great, but I think we both would agree we expected to come around. Absolutely. new offense, new coach, didn't new play system. the preseason. You know, um, so I, I just think they're going to get better from here on out, and they're three now. So. I'd rather play them now than in week ten or eleven. I'll tell you that much. Right, right. You know, so um, number six. This is not this. This, I think this is okay. where we hit a crossroads right. here. It has to be. Do we? I, oh, yeah. All right, all right. I got, have the got, Houston Texans six. Oh, a team I almost put at six, but I did you not. You put Baltimore at six, didn't I you? I did not. I went all homer, bro. I went all home down, No, homie. you didn't. Yes, I did. I Obi-Wan went Jacoby. The Indianapolis Colts at two and one should ah. be three and oh, and that's the bottom line. If you know, I kind of want to go Stone Cold. Well, I'm, you know, this is this is one time where I'm actually happy to disagree with you here because I hope you're right and I'm wrong. Wow, you got the Colts six. They should be three and zero. Yes, 
I mean, very easily could have Vin- been. Vinatieri hit some kicks at three and zero. Kicker man. killed him. I mean, the, the, uh, they've won in different ways. They they played a good schedule. They played, you know, the Chargers, the Titans, and, I and hope the Falcons. You understood you know? what I meant earlier, but like they just seem like one of the better teams with the air quotations. Again, I mean, you don't have to worry about any locker room drama. There's nothing that's going to knock them off the path. Now they may get beat by better teams because I think there are. A handful, if not bigger than a handful of teams, better than the Colts. But they're not, you know, I don't see them beating themselves. Not, not, nothing's going to derail them like off the field junk. So, yeah, I mean, wow. Number six. That's right, man. The horseshoe. I, I thought about putting them at eight because I put the Texans at eight. Ooh, I'll just go ahead and jump to at, that. You're going to be mad at so, me. So I, I put the Texans at eight. I like the Texans a lot. I love Deshaun Watson. Uh, their defense is good, but their offensive line sucks. That's why I could not put them that high because there's going to be a lot of games where Deshaun Watson's running for his life. Fair and, enough. Fair you know, enough. They just can't get it done. Um, so who did you have at seven? Woo! Uh, you know what? I'm going to go back to you are what you say your rec- what your record says you are. Okay. I really really love that. I love that analogy. Um, and. You know, a great defense in the NFL sure helps give your offense time to improve, especially with a young quarterback. Bills. I have the Buffalo Bills yeah, seven. I knew you were going there. I, I thought about putting them higher, um, and I'll get to them, but I, I don't blame you for doing it. I got to show they, them they are they're undefeated. I got to show them love for being undefeated. They are, they are undefeated. I had the Ravens at seven, two and one. Granted, their two wins against the Dolphins and the Cardinals, two you know, Dolphins crap team, Cardinals, yeah, eh, probably yeah. not good. Uh, they played with the Chiefs somewhat, not as much as what the media will have you believe. Yeah, but I mean, but uh, the Ravens look good, else is going and they're a solid good. team. Uh, I look at them as their offense looks like they're humming a little so you bit. You have the Ravens seven. Is I have the Ravens seven. seven. And I already told you the Texans were at eight. Who do you got at eight? Oh, you're really, this is, you're really, 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 really you got the fired ni- If you put the Bills at, at – at, I have the Niners at the Niners because they're 3-0. Three 3-0, three and and oh, yeah. I'm just – you know, and they won two road games. Uh, uh, have you watched them play? I, well? I know, man, but I'm – I like Kyle Shanahan. I like I do Kyle too. Shanahan I, a lot. I always say never take winning on the road for granted. So, for me, it, it, it's oh, it's our first edition of power rankings. Now this is all going to change, and so, it, it changes as the year goes yeah, on. Yeah, I'm going to show the under the teams that have won their first three games, especially with two 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 road wins. I'm going to show them some love. And in case you guys think this is like the herd hierarchy on Colin Cowherd's show, nah, it's he, exactly yeah, like that, but yeah. not the same team. So you know, but he's nowhere near as good as us. <laughs> okay, that's not sure true, he makes but, millions of dollars, but right. whatever. You know, yeah. um, we get paid in bush lights, but. Uh, so Who do you have at eight? So I had the Texans at eight. Okay, um, yeah, that's right. And then you know I, I thought about putting the Niners there because of three zero, but I just I looked at who they played and how they played, and I didn't like it. I think they got kind of. I don't either, game. but oh, man. Um, at nine, now this is one I I scribbled out because I actually had the Bills I, at nine. I think I should go ahead and give you my number nine because okay, it's a team we already mentioned. Okay, and I'm assuming yours is a new entry. I have Baltimore nine. Okay, all right. Two and one, you know. Like Beat I up said, a little bit by the Chiefs, but they've played well. Well coached. I got the Ravens at nine. I went with the Vikings because, you know, as much as we've disparaged their passing game, their defense is good, their running game is well, rocking. Yeah, I mean, everything else is good. They're two and one. Um, and they played good teams. They played uh, Atlanta. 
they played uh, – well, the Raiders aren't good. And they played uh, the Packers. They lost to the Packers 16-24. Right. Um, but I, think, I told you I think Atlanta's better than what everybody thinks they are. So, I, I'll give you that. They played a couple good teams. I personally think that, you know, all they're missing is to light that passing game up just a little yeah, bit only more. Only losses to the Packers. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, fair. I, which, I probably, which, which we both had at five, right? Right. So. I probably missed – this one, I probably should have had them well, at 10. Well, no, I was going to put them out and put the Niners yeah. in because of the 3-0. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, who do I think would win right now? Neutral field, Niners, but Vikings, I'm not, and you know, Vikings. I don't think we should be – we probably shouldn't bust each other's chops for having the Niners in or the Vikings in. It's it's a mood point to me. Right. Neither one of them are going to go very far unless they – And then for my man special ed up there, I did put the Bills at 10. They are 3-0 to your point. Uh, now my, my problem that I, I started to put them higher, but it was like, wait a minute, you beat the Jets, the Giants, yeah. and the Bengals, and you have no offense. The Bengals. <laughs> um, you know, Josh Allen does enough. Uh, their defense is filthy. Um, they got to get Singletary back, that rookie running back, because he's good. Who's their Frank coach? Gore's I don't even know who their coach is. It's that Sean McDermott, I think. I could be wrong about that. I don't even know who it is. Well, he he they, he does a good job. Whoever sure. he is, he does yeah. a good job. They're three and zero, so I think they're better than the Niners, which is why they got my tenth spot in there. Now I do think they'll get beat double digits this weekend by the Pats. Um, but did you have a others receiving votes? Because to be quite honest, like we talked about before, well, I, before that, I mean, I have the Colts at ten. They were my number ten. Um, and I just thought six was a little too high for them. But, I mean, like I said, I hope I'm wrong and you're right. Uh, healthy T.Y., I don't think it's too you know, unhealthy yeah, T.Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had, uh, I believe, I, I had Minnesota. They were probably 11 for me. And the Saints were 12. Okay, so full disclosure, after you get past, like, seven or eight. Basically, it, yeah, it, it, it was, to it me, was Saints, Vikings, Bears right outside to, the top To 10. me, there were 15 teams that could have filled in those last sure. two or three spots. The 49ers, for me, obviously being 3-0. The Saints are actually looking good. And I do believe that the more time that Bridgewater yeah. has and their defense is looking the best it's looked Remember, Bridgewater looked good before he got hurt. You mentioned, the you mentioned the Bears. Their defense is nasty. Of course, you know my Offense dislike for – Got to get better, doesn't you it? Know, um, does Mitch Trubisky, has he upset the entire Polish community or do they I, like I, him? I don't yeah, know. I don't they know. probably like him. I don't know. But I uh, hope so. Then the Lions – we don't. The Lions at 2-0-1. I mean, you know. Yeah, you got to show the Lions some love. And then uh, the Seahawks at 2-1. Granted, that I don't think the Seahawks have looked good doing it, but they are 2-1. I had so. the Seahawks, as I believe, as my lowest-rated 2-1 team. Just for the simple fact they squeaked by, they squeaked by the Bengals. Ugh. They went on the road to Pittsburgh, never take one on the road for granted. Big Ben gets hurt. You know, they take advantage of the situation, squeak out of the win. And then get beat at home with a – no Drew Brees in the lineup by the Saints on their home field. And they should have got beat by double digits, sure. too. And you know, obviously, that's the toughest place to play on the road. And, like, come on. So, let's read them back for you. I had Patriots, Chiefs, Rams, Cowboys, Packers at five, Colts at six, Ravens seven, Texans eight, Vikings nine, Bills ten, and then others receiving votes were Niners, Saints, Seahawks, Bears, Lions. And you had? I have uh, New England one, Kansas City two, the Rams three. Dallas Cowboys four, Packers five, 
Six, Houston Texans. Seven, Buffalo Bills in that defense. Eight, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I don't nah. – can I change that? You can change Nine, Baltimore. Nobody's listening. And ten, Indianapolis. We only have Colts. 11 Twitter followers at Wiley. Sure, Nation, yeah. So, um, you know. Now that I think about it, my, my, and then others receiving votes uh, would be Seattle – Chicago, New Orleans, and uh, da, da, who am I missing? The Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings, definitely. The Vikings are right there. I agree. But the, the quarterback play has to get better. It just has to get better. Uh, there's no reason. That I, but Kansas, see, or the, the Vikings mo- are good enough to be number five on this list, in the, my opinion. The more I watch them, though, the more I think that that's, the, that's their plan, though. It, it, the first couple games, I was disparaging Kirk Cousins. So what you're going to say, uh, they're just going to start game planning around – the way he plays. I don't know. This game plan around it's more like, hey, everybody's throwing it all over the yard. Right. But you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna go old school, and we have Dalvin Cook, and until he gets hurt, which he probably they believe will. Believe their defense is good enough. That and our defense is badass. So we're we're gonna throw it twenty times a game, and that's gonna be good enough to win. So, but um, we also want to get to our bottom five. Number one, do we even need to talk about it? We're probably going to agree that this is the Dolphins. I was going to say the – no. <laughs> so, gonna, so, yeah. so, literally, they have lost 133-16. to 16 and It's not bad. And 14 of those points were uh, – there was six. a pick six by uh, Jared Stidham, the ex-Auburn quarterback for the Patriots. Sure, sure. And then they gave up some kind of special teams touchdown. So, they are just – should tell me their offense has scored ten points in three games, and I don't even think they're upset about it. I don't. I don't. No, think they're. they're t- I mean, they're tanking. I no. just hope none of their players get hurt. No. So, um, um, you know the uh, the Jets. I have at number two. Who do you got at number two? I have the Jets at two also, and, and you know, unfortunate for them. I don't. Before uh, Sam Donald got sick, I don't believe they would belong anywhere near this number two worst. I mean, I. But it, they are what they are. They're, they're down to their third-string quarterback. And they have Le'Veon and a whole lot of – Who no. threw for 98 yards. Yeah, they have Le'Veon Bell and a whole lot of nothing after that to offer. How's so. Le'Veon feeling? He was in Pittsburgh. They were competing for championships. And now he's not. But Got his money. So, the Jets, yeah, I think, you know, when Sam Darnold comes back, which there was some – Hullabaloo today. Yeah, where yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, he's working out. He's, uh, but I still don't think he can come back for at least a few more weeks because you got to worry about internal organs and all that kind of stuff. So if you um, if you're thinking you just heard a pen clicking, you you did because I'm changing. Oh, he's making a change. So my number three worst team is the Bengals. Sorry, sorry, Darb, my brother-in-law from Cincinnati. Um, full disclosure, I got a couple family members. Both my sisters live in Cincinnati, yeah. uh, but. The thing is, I won't even walk into a liquor store and buy the Bengals branded uh, Anheuser Busch products because oh. they're that bad. It would probably they're make that bad. You puke. I'll buy beer before I get there. Yeah. You know. So um, the thing is, the Bengals. Listen, uh, maybe they catch on with Zach Taylor. Maybe they start getting it, but AJ Green's still out. Probably going to be out for yeah. a bit. You know, oh, Tyler no. Boyd stepped up. John Ross has stepped up, but they're just not. Good. Not a whole lot there. I have. I have the Bengals and Washington Redskins tied here. Ooh. Well, that'd uh, be my fourth team. Uh, it's, it's so close on how bad these two are. I guess I'd give the uh, Bengals a slight nod. No, I wouldn't because they're both 0-3, aren't they? 
Yes. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they stink. Uh, I mean, the Redskins showed some spunk in the first couple weeks, but they really you know, look bad. It, that. It's a shame for the Bengals, too, Mac, because, you know, Big Ben gets hurt. Cleveland's garbage. And Lamar Jackson's playing well, got the Ravens. But this was a year of any year. If, man, if Zach Taylor had them going, like, who knows? But they're just they're terrible. Yeah, I mean, so I had the skins at four because their defense is god-awful. Their offense looked good the first couple weeks, then just disappeared last week uh, against the Bears. So, uh, five, I had the Broncos because they're 0-3, because the good part, what we thought was going to be their defense, has no sacks with Chubb and, and Bob that's, Miller coming that's off That's hard egg. to believe. They have no takeaways, so – uh, and then their offense has That's Joe Flacco, so Joe Flacco is always going to be in my bottom. You know, uh, Denver, I've watched them play twice, and yes, they are 0-3, but you know what? I see the efforts there. They're just, I think talent-wise, defensive talent is aging, it's fading, so they're just not as good defensively. As aging, but, Chubb's a rookie, and Miller's only on his second contract. Now, granted, but every, I can't I mean, speak to their linebackers, yeah, every, and, it, you know. Yeah, they had other guys really, really stepping up for them. So who'd you have at five then? I don't have Denver at five because I just like their effort and Did their lack, the lack of noise. I'm going to let you read. Could you could you do me a favor, Matt? Read. I want you to read I who I have written at the bottom this of this page and tell me what it says next to him for my f- fifth on the bottom feeders list. Ooh. It's in bold cap letters, and it says Browns slash trash exclamation point. Garbage. You're putting them in the bottom five, huh? Bottom five. And I don't really think I need to explain myself. You tell uh, all so-called experts told us how good they were going to be and what they were going to do and and you know, guys like us, uh, they got a new coach who's never coached before. And uh, and you know, I said on our on our season preview, well, you know, hey, these D coordinators are smart guys. They work very hard. They do their homework. You know, Baker's not going to sneak up on him. Oh, but they added Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. And whoop de freaking do. And it's a good damn thing they have Odell Beckham Jr. Because if it wasn't for him, what does he have? Three or three of their four touchdowns this year. I mean, he's well. Give me a break, Cleveland. I mean, the good news for you is I garbage. Don't, I don't think they're on prime time this week, which must just be giving them a week off because they've been on prime. Oh nope, they're on Sunday night. Sorry, but again this. No, week? no, no. Wait, that was last week. Okay. That was last week. Um, well, I know their next five opponents are combined uh, thirteen and two, fourteen and one. Yeah. So, you know, they're one and two, and their next. I mean, we're talking by midseason. They could be sitting at three and five, two and six, and then what? What? Well, they're playing the Ravens this week in division seven point dogs. I don't think they're going to win that one. I don't think anybody I mean, does. You know, but if they're two and six or three and five, whatever they could possibly be. It, I, I just can't wait to see the excuse fountain just overflow. I, I think it would change the narrative, though, this week if they went into Baltimore 
it would change your absolutely and, and actually won not covered one i know. stated earlier that i believe this is a must win game for them i hate to say that in week four but i mean i think it is well i didn't put them in the bottom five my my first team out of the bottom five was the cardinals um i do think kyler murray's doing a decent job uh i don't know that cliff Kling- Cliff, 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 Cliff Kingsbury is a actual, you know, real NFL coach. But uh, I love how you say that an actual real NFL coach, like he's one of those fake ones you can go buy at Walmart. No, him and him and Freddie Kitchens probably text each other. He's like, "Can you believe this shit, dude? We're getting paid how much to be NFL coaches? Have they asked you to and, do this yet?" And, and Cliff's like, "You." Shit, at least you were a coordinator. I was at Texas Tech and got fired. I got Holy fired from shit. Texas Tech, Holmes. <laughs> you should see my buyout clause. I'm oh, set for goodness. life, bro. Oh, yeah. Set for life, you know. But and then Freddie's texting back like, "Well, at least you're in Phoenix. Hell, I'm in. I'm in Cleveland. Man. I'm a man. You know I'm what 40. There, You know what there is to do in Cleveland, <laughs> son? Not a damn thing. <laughs> Cleveland, underrated city. Yeah, mistake saying. by the lake. But great, uh, great sports city though. So you got our top ten, our bottom five, and our power. We'd really love to get some feedback road from, from our uh, fans on on, on these. Uh, Wiley and Mac ratings. show at gmail.com or at Wiley and Mac on Twitter. But uh, next up, we're going to do. You know, we did a QB rankings last week, so we want to do a receiver rankings this week. Um, so you know that let's, let's have some fun with this. What sure, do you think? absolutely. All right. So we're getting into our NFL receiver rankings. We did the quarterback rankings last week. Had a heated discussions on Got that. Some studs on this list, Mac. I tell you what, uh, there's a lot of good receivers in the NFL. And if you're a fantasy player, one of the things I've noticed, and you probably should notice if you are, good running backs are hard to come by. But there's always these dudes that pop up every year. Sure, receiver, yeah. And you're like, wait, who's Terry McLaurin? Mm-hmm. You know, for the Redskins or right. John Ross. All right, you know, or th- these guys that pop up. Mm-hmm. I know running backs typically you don't see as many of those guys. But anyway, I don't know. Do you want to? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go well, first? You know what? I actually think we we may differ at the top on this list. I love a guy, so I'm going number one with him. But you can go. You can say yours. Well, can I just guess? I know you probably went with the Jones boy number one, didn't you? No, I did not. Yeah. I'm going DeAndre Hopkins. I went one. DeAndre. I this love guy is DeAndre. unbelievable. Love DeAndre Hopkins, flat out superstar. <laughs> now his stats this year won't blow you away. I was looking up all the stats for this year, uh, but here's a guy that's been in the league. I don't know about seven years, something like that. And he before Deshaun Watson last year, really. He was catching passes from like Matt Shaw, sure, and like yeah. freaking quarterbacks you don't want. Quarterbacks you don't want on your team, right? And he was still getting it done. Dude's got hands. He's got speed. Yeah, for me, it's, it's that he does it all. He can catch it in traffic. He can fly by you, love and outrun him. you. And uh, he's in our division, and I still yeah. love him. I, should, I love watching. I should him play. hate him, but I love. He him. catches it with one hand, two hands, jumps, and I mean, he does it. Literally, does it all. Now, number two, I went with Daniel Jones's brother, Julio. Julio? Well, you know. They're, they're brothers. A lot of families have a Daniel and a Julio. Right. You know, uh, Julio same. Jones. Now, the knock on him the last couple of years, he didn't catch a lot of touchdown passes. But he was – It's not, not enough it's, touchdowns. It's not yeah. all about touchdowns. No, Now, if you're in me. fantasy, you love the touchdowns. But so That's what I think we have to kind of like – dislodge ourselves from the fantasy aspect of this real world or fantasy are two different things i have julio at number two also yeah i mean he catches a lot Uh, of passes he gets a lot of yards now this year he's leading or 
tied for the lead in touchdowns. Actually, he is in the lead, tied for the lead in touchdowns. With I think four uh, touchdowns in three games. So I think the advantage he has on Hopkins is that he's just such a physical specimen. I mean, his strength. I think his strength at times enables him to catch balls that he really has no business being able to catch. There's truth to that, but Hopkins plays every game. He rarely yeah, sits yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Julio sat out quite a bit uh, due to injury, but you're right. He is a physical specimen. At three, I got Michael Thomas for the Saints just because dude's been catching. I mean, he is a volume catcher. I mean, he's he's catching ten balls a game. Yeah, he, he, to me, he, he is like just uh, steady Eddie, just super consistent. I don't have him at number three. And I want you to acknowledge – that you're proud of me on this pick because although it's I disagree it's OB, with you on this it's pick, OBJ, yeah. I went with ODB. Okay, I refuse to call him OBJ. It's not, it's not old dirty bastard. It's uh, Odell it's, Beckham Jr. It's Odell Beckham hey, bastard. Dirty baby, I got your money. Uh, Don't you worry. Look at my watch. Baby, you know what time it is. Baby, I got your money. But uh, all jokes money. aside, I mean, talent wise, I think this guy's on par with anybody playing football. Um, and he's looked. You know, the Browns have struggled. Obviously, we all know I've pointed that out, obviously. Um, but he has not. Well, all you had to do is see him run that seam route the sure. other night for 89 yards and be like, and, and you see that he's yeah. he's not like a lot of guys out here that are playing. I think he wears a watch just to tell you what time it is. So he can turn to the defense back and go, what yeah. time is it? What time is it? What time is it, yeah. boy? But, um, you know – I had him at four, so not that far off. Who'd you have? Which so I have Michael Thomas. Okay, four. so we switched three uh, and four. Okay, I just I just give o- ODB the slight nod on Michael Thomas. ODB's been around, I think, a year longer. And you know he, he he's more dynamic than Thomas is. Thomas is a volume sure. catcher. Now yeah. at five, I had a guy that I would love to put even higher, and I actually thought about it. But he had that one season where he didn't hardly play because he was injured. And, sure. And I think we have the same guy it's here. It's Keenan Allen. I love, I have Keenan. Keenan. I love I, me some Keenan Allen. I do, too. I have Keelan. Ke- What's his name? Keelan? Keenan. Keelan Frowlin. Frog Frognan. Frigley, Frowley, Slimmy, Swammy, Slappy. Um, <laughs> Samsonite. It's right here on the briefcase. But, yeah. <laughs> Keenan Allen, another uh, – I, I like – I like big, strong receivers. And I, when I watch this guy go up in a crowd to get a ball – it's just like the uh, – it reminded me when I was in third grade trying to run around with the fifth graders playing football recess, and I just when wasn't he, big enough to kind of compete. When he's healthy, I mean, he could take – he's one of those guys – these top guys, they could take a screen pass and turn it into a 70-yard touchdown. Sure, I mean, this sure. Is what they do. Or they could take a slant that most guys would have got five or six yards off of and get 15, you know. Um, so, yeah, love me some Keenan Allen. At six, I had – our first white guy in the entry, Adam Thielen. Yeah, Thielen, eh? Did you have him at six? I do not. Oh, okay. I, I have, thought that'd be weird if we both had him at six. I have Devontae Adams. Okay, six. well, I, could, I had him at seven, so that's pretty close. Now, Thielen, I just think Kirk Cousins is the one holding him back. It's not like it's his that's fault. Very, that's very fair. You know, if you're only th- if mean, your team's only throwing 20 times a game, you know, and you're only getting five or six targets a game. Can you imagine this dude – Thielen played with Mahomes or, well, even Deshaun Watson or, what? I mean, man. You got to love the story, too. He comes out of my – Oh, yeah, like Minnetonka State. It's Mancota State, which if the only reason I can remember that is because of the little house in the prairie and they used to go to Mancota uh, all the time. Mantucket. So, no, not Mantucket. It it's Mancota. 
Mankota, yeah. yeah. But um, so the yeah. once was a man from Mantucket. That's something. That's His, in Massachusetts. Uh, oh, never mind. Wrong ass part of the country. We won't finish that. Um, but uh, Thielen, love me Thielen. But Devonta Adams, Adam at seven. He's not played that well. But that's no, uh, also because their offense just kind of right. clicking right. They played yet. some good defenses, but I mean, he, I think he showed Adams has showed top five uh, ability the last couple of years, and I think we'll see a big second half from him. Um, so you have you have Adams at seven. I have Mike Evans at seven. Ooh, okay. I got him at nine. I got him uh, at nine. Evans. Which he wasn't doing nothing the first couple of weeks, but no. he really balled out last yeah, week. 190 I mean, and, yards, three touchdowns. And, and it wasn't. Talk about physical specimen. Sure. Dude's a physical specimen. Sure. And, and he, yeah, he's one of those, like I said, I like those big, strong guys that can also run. Um, yeah, and I don't think anybody, you know, nobody's taken back. I'm like, what do you have, like 100 million yards and three touchdowns this 190 week? yards, three yeah. touchdowns. And I mean, nobody was shocked by that. He, no one will ever be shocked because no. he, he's a physical specimen. He, uh, I, well, just like you said, Thielen, uh, I mean, you know, Jameis Winston's holding this guy back. There's no doubt about that. For sure, for sure. At the same time, at least Jameis can, can slang it. Um, yes, that's true. He can spin true. it, whereas Kirk Cousins, eh, uh, I don't know. He has but, to play um, better. At eight, who? who well, I have Thielen at eight. Okay, so you had Thielen at eight. I had a guy named Ty Hilton. Ty. 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 Thank you, Hilton. Thank you, Hilton. Granted, that's a homer pick. I don't give a shit. The dude straight up balls. I mean, if you need a, a, a first down on a third and eight, third and 12, whatever, throw it to T.Y. Okay, Hilton. So we we this, already covered Thielen, so I'm going to go ahead because I have T.Y. at nine. So, we're, so right, we're really close. So let's talk about T.Y. T.Y., it scares me that we're missing him. It really do scares any, me. Do any of you people know how big this guy is? Now, we had Marvin Harrison back in the I day. I wrestled him one time. Who had T.Y. Oh, no, how'd that go? I, I won, but it was not. It was pretty close. I mean, he's a scra- he's scrappy, scrappy, right? guy. scrappy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had we had Marvin Harrison back in the day, who was who was a little guy, but he was. St- I think Harrison listed that around six foot tall, one hundred seventy pounds, one hundred seventy five pounds. Probably wasn't that big, but then he shot a guy with his and then pearl handed. Somebody got sprayed by an Uzi at his car wash, and then well, anyway, it was a pearl handed pistol. Come okay, on, revolver. But T Y is like, whew, how big do you think he really is? I don't know, See, man, because I really didn't wrestle him, in case you guys are wondering. I, oh, I, man, I the wrestling story was worth I it. don't know that he's 5'10". He he probably is, because all those other guys out there are pretty big. So I will say, T.Y., it looks like he has a little more meat on his bones than Marvin did, but still, he he's little, folks. He's little. I don't know about that. But he, We're talking 5'10 and 175 pounds, and this guy and, just makes plays. You know, we were talking about Thielen out of Manco- Mankato State. T.Y. is out of, like, UCF or freaking Florida Atlantic. Yeah, or, some small, and it was before small before those schools got good too. Wasn't right, like, right. Like UCF, everybody's like, well, they're badass. They weren't then, or you know, Florida they're Atlantic. Not now either. They're one of those small. It's not like you went to Florida, Florida State, Miami. They all suck now, but, but uh, you know, um, I I just love the guy for a guy his size. Uh, you know, I think he plays with a big chip on his shoulder, and I think that that helps him. Um, He's really good. It's, I mean, he's hard to cover. You, you know, yes. there's a lot of teams you go up against, and you're like, well, they got a they got a you know blanket corner, 
Uh, and so they're probably going to take away your number one. Sure. It is really hard to take T.Y. Hilton out of the game. Uh, really ask Houston. Yeah. <laughs> now, see, I had Mike Evans at nine. Um, so number ten. We're, we're, we're at ten then. I went with my second white guy on ten. I did too. Did you go with Julian? Julian Jules. Edelman. Jules. Jules. I went with Jules. Now, he, I tell you what, the dude just knows how to get open. Now, yes. did he suck his ass all the way up to Tom Brady's number one receiver? Well, it didn't hurt. He but. was lucky to stick around because the Patriots, generally, they don't keep guys around that long. Well, you know he I mean? basically saw, you know, I don't know if he got Wes Welker, you know, assassinated in <laughs> New England, but uh, he, he became the new Wes Welker. And Jules can ball. I mean, he really can. He's He can run the slot, which is what we all think about well, him. But he can go out to the extra wide, too, sometimes, He's worked too. his ass off, too. Since he entered the league, I mean, he's put 20, 25 pounds of muscle on. Because he had to. I mean, he's, he's playing there in the slot. And he catches the ball over the middle with no fear. And he's just – I mean, I call him Mr. Dependable. He is dependable. Throw it over the middle. And, you know, I'm sure Brady – Knows he'll go get it, and he does. I mean, he's a, and he catches a lot of balls, a lot of balls. Who do you got at eleven? Just outside, my, I only rated the top ten, but I okay. did just outside my top ten. I had uh, there's a couple guys I want to talk about. Okay, because like I've got Amari Cooper right outside my top. I 10. do too. Um, yeah. Yep. And just, Juju, I, I just Juju's the other. I had yeah, Juju's one I want to touch on yeah. momentarily. Um, Amari just not a big enough body of work for me. Good point. And probably not all his fault. Uh, Derek Carr gets hurt. Because they, they really developed, a, uh, I think, a good rapport in Oakland before Carr gets hurt. And then Juju, I mean, I think a lot of people, uh, I would say 75% people would probably have him in the top ten ahead of guys like T.Y. Hilton and Julian Edelman. But he has – no. But here's here's the, thing. the Here's the thing. Okay, you, you'd say your thing. We my, both got here's the thing. Right, here's our things. My thing is he had a couple really nice stat years, but that was with, and I hate to even have to bring this guy up, that was with Antonio Brown drawing double teams and getting a lot of attention, and he's playing with Big Ben, and he's getting a lot of single coverage. And I'm not saying the guy's not good, so this isn't a knock on him because, I mean, he's there's – 150 to 80 guys playing receiver in the NFL, and, I, and he's a top 15 receiver, without a doubt. But I just don't have him in the top 10 because I need to see what he does, you know, with, without an Antonio Brown lining up on the other side of the field. Well, I can tell so you. So far, I haven't been real, real impressed. I have not either because I can tell you through three games, he's not in like the top. 15 of yards, receptions, or TDs. You know who is? Um, T.Y. 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 is up there tied with Julio Jones on TDs. Um, and he's very close in receptions with 20, although uh, Keenan Allen's got 29. He's number one. Wow. But uh, so. Keenan Allen ain't 2-1, homie. To, to your point, <laughs> Juju has – I think everyone assumed he would be new Antonio Brown. Right, and right. He's, and you know, he's just not been. No. and. Part of that, I don't think we're going to be able to see it this year because we got Mason Rudolph instead of Big Ben. Um, so I think it's more of a wait and see. Because yeah, I think it is easier to to explode and to, to come on the scene when you have an all-world receiver sure, opposite you sure. and they're double bracketing him over on the other Absolutely. side. Absolutely. So you got one-on-one coverage. So I don't know. I'll, I'm going to wait on Juju. 
I do have them outside. Just, just I just think outside. there are a lot of guys that could have put up those kind of numbers playing next to Antonio Brown for two years. Yeah, I mean, so it, you know, another guy I had outside of it was Cooper Cup. Just you know, third, yeah, third he's emerging on the guy yeah, yeah, he's emerging on the scene for sure. I mean, he got hurt last year, yeah. and I think it really affected their offense. And they're going back to him again this year. Um, you know. Uh, some other guys we got Larry Fitzgerald still living, still playing, still balling, man. Still balling. Go to the University of Phoenix. He's already in the Hall of Fame. Put in the so. promo code promo code L Fitzy. L Fitzy. You know, whatever his number is. University of Phoenix for life. Because he he's still getting it done. I mean one I, of I my favorite all time player, non Colts. A guy that you would have thought retired a couple years ago and he just right. keeps getting it done. Another guy was Stefan Diggs, because talent wise, yes. he's right up there, but when your team throws nine passes a game, what are you going to do? You know, through ten passes week one, completed fourteen week two. You know, through twenty week three. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not your fault. What? What was that? Goodwill hunting when? Uh, it's not your fault. When don't, Robin Williams. Uh, don't mess with me, Matt man. Damon. See all this? It's not, it's your, not fault. your fault. It's not your fault. You know, Stefan. It's not your fault. I, I don't. What's is your it take Stephan on or Stefan? Stefan is what okay. I've been told. What's your take on Diggs and Thielen? Well, Diggs, I mean, Thielen comes from, like you said, small college. I'm sure he's just happy to be there. Well, and, and do you know where Diggs his... went to college? Because I don't. He might oh, I don't either. Uh, too, but. but I wonder if, if Diggs will be the guy like, hey, man, I'm, I'm tired of this uh, 13 for 22 passing crap. I want to play somewhere where they're going to throw the damn ball like everybody else does. Might be. That would I mean, be interesting to watch. Because if we know anything about receivers, they are divas and they want the football. Which I don't blame him. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, like a good game for a receiver, a lot of times, like, oh, he had six catches. It's like, yeah, you touched the ball six times, yeah. you know. Um, so when if you think you're a stud, then yeah, that'd be hard. I did hear. I don't remember who it was on ESPN. Calls wide receivers now wide redivas, wide redivas. So, but if you're winning, winning cures a lot. It's kind of hard to argue. Sure does. Uh, now, another guy I had on here on the others receiving votes, because he's a stud when he's healthy. He's just mm. never healthy. A.J. Green. Um, you know, I and, I... and he's played with Andy Dalton this whole time. Right. I had Green in my Gray top or, ten, and I adjusted this list a couple times, and I thought, no, I can't put him there. He hasn't played this year. He doesn't play. Right. He played When's much the last, last time he played years. 16 games? Uh, I don't know. Three years yeah. ago. Uh, uh, that might be his plan. Like, God, I play with Andy Dalton. I, I tell you what... <laughs> It's a tragedy to me that we haven't. I'm going to bring up a guy which probably doesn't deserve. Well, I have him to, on my others receiving for list us to too talk about him. But you know he's good. You know he's good. It's a shame. You know he's good. That he's had. We're talking about people that are good, not people that right. are good people. Exactly. But good God. Uh, hell, I forgot his name now. It's Antonio Brown. No, no, no. I told oh, Tyree Kill. I'm talking. I'm not talking about that. No, no, no. Who the hell are you Even talking worse, about? Even worse, Hall of Fame talent, Josh Gordon. Josh or? Gordon. Well, no, he, I mean, he's not a bad person. He's got some substance abuse. Right, issues, right, right. Man. No, I mean, it's a shame that he's had to, he's dealt with that because I would have loved to see him where we would have him on our, on this list had he played. Uh, 12 to 16 games each of the last two years. I have a feeling he would be in the top five, See, if not I, number one. I agree. I had him that year in fantasy when he was just balling out uh, a few years back. But uh, And Cleveland stunk. Yeah. And he had even, 1,600 yards receiving. They probably had 
three quarterbacks. Yeah, I didn't even know who their quarterback was. But I had Antonio Brown because he's still good. You can sure. hate him all you want. Sure. I, does he have CT? Is he just an I'm idiot? wondering. I don't know. But he, By the way, did I tell you the latest Antonio Brown story I heard this morning? Was it the – okay, go ahead. Uh, apparently, he was, he's at some high-rise condo or something chucking furniture out the window. People on the ground are scattering, like running away. I don't know what it was, what pieces of furniture, but apparently he was just like – I don't know, and I don't know what floor it was, but apparently it was it was, it was up airways. He's chucking furniture out the window. I've literally done that twice in my life. Oh, oh, no. do tell. Not true, not true. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd heard he was getting sued for that. Um, so, yeah, or maybe is this all staged so we can do well, a, do a book and then a movie? Here's the deal: we got a guy that's basically still in his prime. Even though he he's gave up, 30, 31. Hey, 30 million guaranteed. What do you end up getting? 200 grand? And it's going nuts. And there, there was actually some speculation I was listening to that he took that Vontez Burfik hit last year and just that might have just rocked his world. Things, I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't know. definitely haven't been the same. I don't know. So I had him on there. I had AJ Green and my others receiving votes. Cooper Cup, Stefan Tyler Jones. Lockett, another kid to. Well, there's an up and coming kid. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of up and coming kids, really. There's sure. Terry McLaurin, a DJ Chark. I love the, the Ridley the kid with the Falcons. Calvin Ridley, love Hollywood him. Brown, um, Hollywood, Hollywood. But uh, John Ross, Sammy Watkins, although he'll never stay healthy enough. Tyler Boyd for the for the Bengals. Zach Pascal. Um, okay, maybe not I Zach wish, Pascal. I wish you know, but Paris so uh, there, there's a lot of up and coming <laughs> receivers. So I don't know. That's that's a good list, and and. Uh, who knows, man? It's it's good stuff. So, a lot of good players on that list. Uh, before we say goodnight, though, I did, I did want to go over some college games real quick. Um, you know, I'll, we're getting right into the teeth of it, Mac. We're getting right in the teeth of the good stuff. Well, I wanted to uh, go over last <laughs> week mainly. You know, there were some some good games going on. Utah got beat by USC 30-23. Big win for the Trojans. Uh, Trojans playing that. Freshman quarterback, so yep. that's a big win for them when Utah was pretty highly ranked at the time. Auburn beat AM 28-20 at College Station. Wow, big win for the Tigers. That was a big win, so we're starting to feel a little bit more about Auburn. Okay, so this game totally effed me. It was, uh, you know, Wisconsin and Michigan. Uh, ugh, Michigan, ugh. So I'm sitting at the IU game. IU played Connecticut. We won by a lot. As we should, because I'm not even sure why UConn is a. I'm not sure why they're not playing high school teams. Right, at this point. I don't know why they're D one. So know. I decided to bet on Michigan. It was like three and a half. I was like, yeah, Michigan will keep that close. Jesus. You know? Nope, didn't even. They were down twenty eight to nothing before you knew it, and it was all over. But the shout. Hey, so. doesn't Harbaugh have to? Like, hey, dude, scrap this 1980s stuff. And put a pro-style offense in there. Well, they can't score any points. and I, That's embarrassing. I Honestly, I think it's a pro-style offense that might be getting them. They might need to spread it. And, uh, or Yeah, spread something. I mean, he was hired to win games like this. And he hasn't won very many of them. Right, right. And he, what is he, year five now at Michigan? Six? Uh, it's not six. It's Actually, I think it's four. But uh, <laughs> I could be wrong on that. But... Yeah, that was a bad bet. I Ohio, Ohio State's going to beat them by 100. At this point, they might. They might. Um, so, I uh, think he may be out of town next year. Texas winds up beating, I'm a man, I'm 40, 36 to 30 oh. in Austin. 
Hate to see that guy lose. Oh, here was an interesting game. UCLA beat Washington State 67-63. to Yowza. Besides the fact that there was 130 <laughs> points, Chip Kelly's teams at UCLA had been looking like hot yeah, garbage. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like Chip woke up from a freaking coma and so was did like, "You feel like this is why UCLA hired him? Well, yeah, he could get of teams course. To do this yeah. kind of so thing, yeah. it's like he woke up from a coma and was like, "Wait a minute, I'm Chip Kelly. Um, <laughs> I'm Chip. We're supposed to score a shitload of points. I'm Chip Kelly." And Mike Leakes was like, "Shit, Chip Kelly just woke <laughs> up. Damn it, you know." But uh, and then Pittsburgh won off a weird ass play. They upset UCF. Um, it was a, like a fake. You know, field goal type deal. UCF, we're as good as anybody, but we'll never play in the playoffs. Well, the thing is, is that kind of ends the, hey, sure. let yeah. the non Power Five school in. What was their winning streak? They'd won what? They'd won quite 15, a few games. 16 in a row. Games so, in a row? so Pitt winds up winning that on a gimmick play. Solid um, team. Pitt's solid. The game that killed me, it didn't kill me. It just was, I actually expected it. it was the Irish went into Georgia, went into Athens, Georgia, and lost 23 to 17. It was a great game. For the line those, was like 14 and a half, though. For those who watched it, I, I was actually got up to 15 and a half. Wow. I mean. Um, and it, I thought, I, honestly, I did think Georgia, Georgia was going to win by more than two touchdowns. So, I was surprised the Irish kept that close. Their defense played awesome. Um, uh, I will tell you, I uh, I turned in early that night, but I, I, I got up first thing in the morning and uh, doing my morning routine, I, I got on this game and just I wanted to read about it and. And Herb Street and all the guys were saying that, you know, Notre Dame was a hell of a showing, nothing to be, you know, hang your head about. They were well, going not, in the right direction. To lose by six in Athens is definitely. Sure, because um, Georgia's legit. Jake Fromm was really playing kind of game management. He was not throwing the ball downfield at all for the first three and a half quarters. Then when he did, he had some success. Look um, yeah. You know, the Irish – Ian Book, they they played okay, but the defense really played very well. Oh, yeah, defense was balling. Georgia's run quarter. game really just kind of wore them down over time. So, um, hats off to you, Andrew, my boy in in, uh, in in Georgia down there. You were at the game. You were tailgating. Uh, I told you to take the Bulldogs, and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I hope you didn't listen to my man. Yeah, hope you didn't that was listen reverse psychology right so, there, wasn't it? But, uh, no, it was not. I actually told him, I said, I think that, I think you guys will beat us by at least But, hey, Notre Dame, time. though, still still could have a, have a, gr- a great season. And, and coming up this week, uh, still not a lot of great games. I don't know what, what's with college football this season. We're going into this week, and we're still seeing a lot of crap teams playing uh, good teams. But – you know, Penn State's going to Maryland on Friday. That actually could be, be a fun one to watch, uh, which Penn, I will while I'm working. Penn State's, you know, ranked 12, and they're 3-0. Maryland's 2-1. And, uh, and Penn State's six-and-a-half-point favorites, so that'll be on Friday. Uh, the late Friday game will be Arizona State going to Cal. Arizona Herm State, Edwards. Air, Herm Edwards. You play to win the, the game. game. Uh, love Hello. Herm, love Herm Edwards. I do But um, So Cal's 15 because they're – Three uh, 0 or four zero, something like that. Uh, Arizona State's two and one, so Cal's four and a half point favorites. Um, not sure who to go with on that one, but uh, and then our Hoosiers are going into East Lansing, Sparty, who is now ranked twenty fifth. I don't gonna, like them. I'm, I'm just. Uh. I'm gonna tell you right now, Hoosiers are fourteen point dogs. I'm taking that. Take. I, I don't know if Phoenix. I, got, I, I gotta play, know but, what quarterbacks playing. Yeah. I mean. So, 14 points yeah. is a lot of points. but uh, And then, 
so Virginia, 18th. They're coming to uh, South Bend to play Notre Dame. Notre Dame's 12.5 points Virginia's favorite. solid, too. They they're awesome. good. 12.5 points favorites of the Irish. I'll probably wind up taking the Irish just because I love boy. them. But, uh, boy. Then some of your top-ranked teams, Clemson's playing at North Carolina. 27-point no, favorites. They're not playing anybody all year. Nope. Uh, Alabama's playing Ole Miss, which is a conference game. But Ole Miss is so bad that said conference game, they're 37-and-a-half-point favorites. Are you karate kidding me? I am not, Danielson. But, um, 37-and-a-half so, points in a conference game. That is correct. Um, number five, Ohio State's going to Nebraska. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, Nebraska's – you know, seventeen. I'm very point interested dogs, to but. see what happens here because I believe Nebraska was picked by the uh, media to win that division over Wisconsin this year, and I because I, I remember we talked about this in our college preview show, and I couldn't believe it. So uh, you know, we'll find out if Nebraska's got the goods or not. Well, I don't think they win. Can they stay within seventeen and a half? I'm not sure. I don't sure. think they can do that either. Uh, USC's going to Washington. Uh, Washington's ten and a half point favorites. That should be a pretty good game, I think. Uh, I'm probably going to take the Trojans on that one. Trojans. Uh, Oklahoma at six. They're playing Texas Tech, and they're twenty-one point favorites. Something stupid like that. But uh, so I, I don't know what's going on with college football. But we can't get any good games going. Um, there are other games it's being turned played. into a really top-heavy, really has uh, ordeal. I mean, you know, it's not surprising, I guess, the top five or six teams. I mean, you got no, you got Clemson, Alabama. But my problem, um, my problem is LSU's playing somebody. There's highly favored in that one. Um, my problem is, is is like Clemson, Ohio State. It's like, do either one of us really think they're going to get challenged? I think the, the next. Well, I'm curious about Ryan Day just, coaching yeah. Ohio State. Like, is he, you know, sure, we think they should beat Michigan. We think they should beat Penn State. But when he's in a tight game, how's that going to go? I don't know. You yeah, know. You're right. I mean, like, we, we thought Michigan. Clemson's or, not. Dabo and that crew. Yeah, ACC, I mean, ACC. What are they? Stinks. ACC stinks. Stinks. Um, you know, um, Alabama. Typical uh, SEC is pretty damn good, but you, the west side of the ACC, right? West right. side till I desire. West side, yeah, uh, we don't know how good Wisconsin is yet. Um, I was impressed. Well, because I, 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 mean, I, I thought Michigan was good, but Wisconsin made them look pretty bad. Um, so I, you know, I, I got to see Ohio State play Penn State and Michigan, and well, you never know. This Nebraska team was was uh, picked by the media to win that division, so. Maybe we'll see. I don't, you know, you want I, you want to see Ohio State get challenged at some point where hey, it's we're midway through two early third quarter, you know, it's still tight. See how they react. See how that new, their new quarterback reacts. But they just they haven't had that yet. I agree. I agree. Well, that about does it. Uh, you got any th- interesting side notes you want to throw in here as we wrap it up this week or what? I did need to give a big shout out to. Uh, my man, our man, I ran into him at a golf scramble this Sunday. forgot to tell you, I played in a golf scramble Sunday, so that was pretty fun. Uh, TJ Canada, big fan of the show, said he's listened to every episode, loves it, can't wait to hear another one. TJ, I'm going to so, edit that part out, just so you know, but I'm just kidding. So, uh, anyway, uh, professionally known as T's Nuts. So, anyway, thanks for the support, TJ. Appreciate you listening. So, I'll be... 
here's the thing. What we'll have to figure this out next week because I got to go to Orlando for annual sales meeting for the guys with the Unix. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, so uh, not sure how we'll figure it out somehow, some way, some chance. I think we'll make it work. Some chance, somehow, some way. If you build it. In a world. They will listen. In a or, world where no one believes. <laughs> yeah. In a galaxy far, far away. In a world where nighttime is day. No, but uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, I can smell colors. But just to reiterate, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, also, we're on Twitter. As I, I don't know if you heard me say that nine hundred times. At Wiley and Max Show. At Wiley and Max Can't Show. Can't say it enough. Sounds so good. Say uh, it ten times. Never Wy- Wiley and Max Show at gmail.com. But this has been another edition of the Wiley and Max Show, part of the Brown Station Sports Nation. Hurt. You sound like Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening, folks. Talk to you soon. Peace. Bye.